That's you, oh, that's all right. right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another evening of D&D. Uh, we are here again for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Uh, yeah. Sorry that we missed last week. Like I said, we had some things that we had to take care of. Uh, but we're back again for this story. Uh, so we're going to go around the table, introduce ourselves. I will read the recap, and then we will pick up where we left off two weeks ago. I'm John, and I play Marcus. Sarah's got volume on. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. I'm Paul, and I play Ren. I'm Autumn, and I play Twig. I'm Mike, and I play Mr. Pigeon. I'm not Lawrence, and I play Shay. And I'm Don, and I'm the DM for this campaign. Always Don. God. It's fine. have to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, two weeks ago, the episode title, An Evening of Flame and Shield. The Seeing Justice Festival continues as Nolan tells the town about the Battle of Devil's Step in the year 831 when the townsfolk and few soldiers defended the Ah Well on the former site of the small supply town of Wellwater from a small militia of tieflings that came over the bellowing peaks during the Great War. During this confrontation, the god Tyr blessed the defenders as they stood side by side forming a wall in front of the well, Tyr's holy warhammer glowing white-hot in the night sky above them. The festival ends and cleanup begins. Shay assists with the cleaning up of the town as the rest of the party walks towards Lawkeeper Nolan. Nolan speaks with Marcus regarding the goings-on in Lakemount and tells them that he is familiar with Marcus Shaw III and that he respects him greatly. He knows the opinion that many of the guards, especially the older ones that served with him, are very negative towards the third, but he does not believe the same. Marcus tells Nolan about Josiah, and Nolan indicates that he is seemingly a good man, though he definitely partakes in some herb from time to time. However, he always provides the grain for the town and is never late on a delivery to the granary, which is important to Lake Mount's economy. Nolan tells them that he is unaware of any locked hole in Plymfair Bog, but there used to be an old dried-up well out there that he knew of before the flooding. He also tells them about the Tull family child that went missing a few years ago, and that the bog can be a very dangerous place. Lakemount is a fairly easy town to be the lawkeeper for. Not much happens, aside from a few things that any border town suffers with travelers and disagreements. Bandits are not much of an issue here. There is very little worth given the proximity of the guards, low value, and small surface area of Lake Mount. Nolan tells them that he'd gladly pay them for their trouble of finding out what is in the bog if they took if they care to look into it. Rin tells Nolan that he is an emissary from the Valinar Kingdom to the south. He is told that Nolan is unfamiliar with the kingdom, but that if he wishes to speak with someone to set up trade, he would need to either talk to someone in Greymore, either the High Duke or directly to the king himself. Ren thanks him, and the group proceeds to the inn or their own sleeping quarters for the night. Marcus locks Dandelion in the room and heads out to meet with Shay. Dandelion hangs out the window immediately, messing with Ren in the next room, making things appear outside of his window and opening it. Marcus heads to Shay's shop, and the two of them speak regarding their pasts, their families, and their personalities, and how they might benefit from each other's companies. There is a spoiler that I will not read, but if you want to see it, if you missed it last week, please go read the recap on the website. But for the other players that were out of the room, I'm not going to read it now. Uh, Marcus then proceeds back to his room and goes to sleep for the night. <laughs> that was it. Want to help me steal that guy's book? <laughs> yeah? Deal. <laughs> um, the party wakes and everyone meets inside the inn for breakfast. They eat and speak briefly with Joseph, who hands bread that had been dropped off for Ren from the Tull family that operate the granary in a bakery with a note that says, To the emissary, enjoy our loaves. 
The party heads for the bog, while Bog the Frog the Toad follows behind them floating, hanging from a balloon that Mr. Pigeon produced from his large sleeves. Inside, they follow Marcus and Dandelion's markings back to the strange hole in the ground. Marcus bashes the lock open, and they creak the metal door open. They step onto the ladder and climb their way down into the darkness, stepping into the water at the bottom of the well. In front of them, the wall lies cracked open into a cave system that extends outside of their vision, and they step inside. Inside, they find a small entryway that leads to a larger space. The cave system appears mostly natural, but also has some parts, parts that have been expanded with a pickaxe. In this larger room, a few of the party members notice very faint chalk lines on the ground that appear to be faded and scuffed ruins of transmutation and enchantment. Shay heads to a nearby corner table and looks over several empty vials with remnants of liquid inside them, a large orb-shaped vial with a thick, dark, viscous liquid inside of it, a vial with one dram of something left, and some extremely withered, rotting saplings. Shay takes all of the vials, unable to determine what they are at the time, and reads a note that is slightly damp in a few spots, sharing the contents of the note with Mr. Pigeon. Twig follows Dandelion towards the far side of the room near several large casks and bottles on racks in a smaller room, while Marcus walks into a large cage at the back of the room, the door hanging slightly off of the hinges. Inside, he finds a few piles of plant matter and not much else. Suddenly, a large plant creature drops from the ceiling as two small twig monsters jump out from behind the casks towards Dandelion. The party jumps into action in order to fight this new threat. As Shay, Mr. Pigeon, Twig, and Wren fight against this large vine monster, which attempts to poison them, grab them with its horrid vines, and eat Wren after he trips in front of it, Dandelion goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with the two twig monsters as Marcus slowly shuts the door of the cage, locking himself inside with another vine humanoid similar to what they had fought in the bog the day prior. The vine humanoid shakes in fear as Marcus waits for it to attack, striking into it as it does. Dandelion blows up the twig beasts with her eldritch energy as Mr. Pigeon uses his clone to distract the large vine beast. Twig stabs into it while standing atop a crate. Rin blasts it with fire before striking it with his sword, and Shay dissects parts of it with his short sword, before dipping into the darkness of the room. Dandelion blasts the last twig beast that had been dancing at her aggressively, while Marcus pummeled the vine humanoid in the Rage in the Cage match. Mm -hmm. Mr. Pigeon climbs atop a barrel, spinning his sickles in his hand, slicing into the vine beast as it falls to the ground dead. The group collects their thoughts as ale leaks from one of the casks from the back room, burning the vine beast, watching as the room is illuminated with an eerie glow, the crackling of the flames the only sound in this otherwise silent cave. And that is where we were picking up this week, where you guys are standing roughly in the positions that you are in, surrounded uh, by the eerie glow of the flames being cast through this room as ale runs gently across the stone out from that back room. Uh, the kind of like golden liquid and, and smell of ale filling the air uh, in front of this large burning vine monster. And if somebody can also push the center of that uh, set of runes twice, so that way it turns on. That's weird. No dice. It should click. There you go. Huh? Punch it. Kiss it. Let me in. 
So yeah, this is where we were picking up. I believe I said this last time, but I would have sketched them. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, while I was in this rage in the cage match, this is a wall, a natural stone wall back it here, is, so yes. this definitely concludes. Yes. Cool. Yeah, you can see that this cage is pretty much, there's been like small indentations carved out where these poles have been like kind of bent into place yeah. to make this cage, but the rest of that is just a natural space, yes. Cool. Yeah. I guess I'll make my way back over towards everybody. Sure. You uh, watch as Marcus walks around, uh, stepping over these runes and approaching this large burning vine creature where all of you stand. I think perhaps that that was what was being referenced in that parchment that we found. Mr. Pigeon, do you still have that? I'll like, uh, reach back into my sleeve where I put it and pull, <laughs> pull it out and look at it again. <laughs> and uh, when I before I hand it to you, I'm going to look toward uh, toward Twig and hand her the note and point at it. As I'm gesturing it, like a line in it. The tree at home is dying. I must save it. Then I'll grab it if you once you read. Mm-hmm. I'll take it back. Does this mean something to either of you? I don't know anything about the tree. I'll point at myself and shake my head now. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Some reference here to Greymore. I believe you said that that was where you were headed. Well, yes, that's where I intend to take Dandelion. Dandelion, do you know how to... Read? Yes, that one. Yes. Wonderful. (laughs) I'll come over and I'll kneel down by you. Mm -hmm. Sapling. (laughs) I'm just kidding, I know you can read. Perhaps this is something that could be followed up on in Greymoor? If it's endangering small town like Lake Mount? Uh, yes, I'm curious as to where this original tree back at home would be dying. Uh, know nothing of the sort of forest by my home. But, very interesting. There's a lot of trees. There are a lot of trees out here, and I do not know what this thing was eating. Uh, Have any of you found any food source in here for this? I'm going to point at the thing you guys are burning. Only that. I point to all the ale. Just like... It eats ale? Maybe. I suspect that this has something to do with the deaths in the bog. Realistically. Seems probable. Might be why it was caged down here in an attempt to avoid more of this eating. Hmm. Uh, Rin, have you read this? No, I haven't. I'm gonna stand up off the floor. 
Okay. Brush myself off. Uh, Shay, as an individual with herbal backgrounds, do you know what a, a sapling transplant might mean? Not offhand. I imagine that as there is some reference to a, a plant from a different location that they were trying to grow a replica or a, a portion of that plant here. Perhaps before it was a bog. Perhaps. Uh. He's reading it, I'll like walk up to the clone of myself and like bat my hands in the air as it disappears. <laughs> shoot, so away. shoot it away. <laughs> it's gone. I guess there's two Mr. Pigeons. Not anymore. There were two Mr. Pigeons. Yes. Look forward to seeing the second one again. Do you use that in your act? Like, yeah, shrug and kind of nod. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This doesn't mean much to me. No. Not too sure. Uh, I suppose. I'd uh, I'd reach out and be like, well, if if it doesn't mean anything to anyone else, me and Mr. Pigeon could probably make some use of it. Ask around, circus maybe. Good idea. Very well. You had explored over there. Lawrence. Yeah, over on the, yeah, on the tables and whatnot. Turkish oh, yeah. ale. Oh, it's full of ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you walk across this stone, oh, no. um, so the, uh, I hadn't described it like walls of this cage. As you walk uh, forward, you see the walls of this cave are a, um, a light pinkish color sprinkled with gray spots and small black spots, like a very pale pink. Um, Anybody that's familiar with stone of any kind, you would equate it to some sort of granite-type stone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's cracked and chipped in some areas where it's almost a, a, uh, a white shattered spot from the pickaxe marks that have been kind of scraped across the areas of this stone expanding this area. And you walk into this room as you kind of stepped carefully over the ale that's kind of lazily drifting out from this one cask that uh, Dandelion shot with an Eldritch Blast of Energy. Um, And you see that in this room are several uh, oak wood barrels stacked at the back of the room. Uh, You can see that they're lined with brass rivets that are running across the bottom and the top of the metal rings. Um, And you can see that there are several racks of old, very dusty uh, wine bottles um, you can see the racks appear to be very simple. They just are planks of woods with uh, with notches cut into them that are kind of simply assembled into this rack. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's there's just several casks stood up in the room. Would you like to look at anything in particular? Um, no, not specifically. Nothing's really jumping out. Okay. Yeah, you see on the on the lid of the barrels, you can see that there's some markings that you can't see from like the edge of the room since it's pretty like dark. Engravings or uh, just like a uh, like a brand of some kind. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk up to, towards the barrels then and take a look at the the brands. If they're the same, different. Sure. So you see um, on the tops of these barrels on the lids, you can see the crest of arbor burned into the lid. Um, which let me pull that up so I can describe that to you.
So the crest of arbor is a um, almost like a phoenix with a crown, where the the wings are kind of extended upward. Uh, the legs are sticking out on top of a branch. Um, and uh, for those of you that have, which I, you would have knowledge of, um, this represents strength, ambition, authority, and protection. And this branded into the top of the barrels, this blackened soot color is kind of uh, almost spreading out from the brand, from the moisture down here, just kind of seeping into the top of these barrels. Um, and below that, on the lid of the barrel, you see the insignia of the Amber Hill Brewery, uh, which is a large mug with a hilled line inside of it, kind of as if the, the liquid itself were, were moving. Um, a small sun above it and below the hill line, the letters AB burned in, and written under it says Amber Hill Brewery. And you can see that there are several of these lids separate from the barrels that are stacked in the corner, some of which the insignias have been sanded off uh, as if somebody had kind of abandoned this mid-process. So it has the insignia on it for some of them, and then below it it says Amber Hill Brewery? Yes. Um, and you can see uh, there are several other fresh barrel lids that have a small metal uh, band around it, and the crest of Fjordane, and the insignia of Fjordane's Finest, which is two clinking mugs together. The wine bottles appear to be unlabeled, but are covered in a thick level of dust. Um, and there are several more barrels in the corner that are labeled Berryview Farms. And if you could make a uh, investigation check for me. It's going to be 19. Okay, so uh, as you kind of walk through and inspect these barrels, next to the rack of wine, you see in the wall carved into the stone, almost chiseled in, um, not too big, are the initials WC, or sorry, uh, VC, and below that are the initials WB. shout out of the room. Hey, can, can someone come in here? Take a look at this? I'm in here. You're in there? Do, the, do these letters mean anything to you? I'm going to point at the ones on the wall. I'm going to stare at them real hard. I'm assuming they don't mean anything to me. Nope, not in particular. Nothing. Nothing? Mm-mm. I'll make my way over to Dandelion. Sure. Are you hurt? A little bit. I got attacked by those twig things. Sorry about that. Lay on hands you. What are you missing? Uh, four. Six. Yeah, six. Yeah, you got it. All six? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sorry about the, uh, Split directions there. I'll try to keep a better eye on you in the future. It's fine. I took care of him. Yes, you did. You did a very good thing. Those were bad creatures. Yeah, they attacked me. I didn't like them. They also danced. It wasn't nice. Not nice dancing. Mm -mm. 
Not like that devil's step dancing we saw. No, that, that was cool. That was cool dancing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was bad dancing. Yeah. And they didn't try to shake your hand either? No. No wonder why you should have killed them. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible things. Uh, fourth. Yes. Does this on the wall mean anything to you? Go over and pop a peep at these uh, initials. Sure. What were they? Uh, VC. And then below that, WB. Like the Warner Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. Frog's gonna step I'm in over my head. <laughs> I can't go up against a large company like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nothing of my home or my people or my family. Uh, nothing here associated with Goldview. Do I have any knowledge of these initials from any of the excursions with my father with bandits? You would not. Cool. Yeah, nope. the, only, the only thing okay. that really sticks out to you is the fact that there are the double insignias. Uh, Between like, Fjordane and Arbor? Yeah. Sticks out to me in what regard in your mind? And the fact that like in it seems that strange that they are both present simultaneously? Correct. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, given what you know about yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, tensions yeah, yeah. between yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, also, what were the two? <laughs> Amber Hill, and then what was the Fjordane's uh, Finest? Yes, Fjordane's Finest. Cool. Amber Hill Brewery and Fjordane's Finest. I now have those informations. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said there were wine bottles in here, too? Yes, they are unlabeled, but appear to be very, very dusty. Uh, there's no sign of anybody like having touched them recently. Are they full? Uh, some of them are. Some of them, the corks have rotted out and the contents have spilled onto the ground. I'll just take one or two if they're in good condition. Sure. Yeah, they, you like... grab two that appear to be in good condition that are full. Put them in my bag. Sure. Are you interested in old things like that? Yes, I am. All right. I suppose then if we find anything of need, I'll make sure that I point that out to you. Thank you. Of course. You're not interested in frayed rope, correct? <laughs> no. All right. Uh, don't worry about that barrel at the front, then. <laughs> Just got frayed rope in it. <laughs> Delicious frayed rope. <laughs> uh, does no one find it odd that this individual would have left, well, substantial amounts of wine and ale behind while performing these strange... Transplants, as they're described? I for sure do. Very good. And these two initials. This is in an area in which... Is it fair to make the estimation that this was not natural and this was cleared into? In terms of, like, looking at these points... Uh, you can see that part of that's definitely been expanded outward. Um, I will say by the like area of footprints and stuff on the ground, that area does not appear to have been as heavily trafficked recently as the area in the main area and this gated place. Cool. I'm more looking for a narrative justification for knowing that these initials carved in back here would have been done by individuals that would have been hewing out the stone deeper expanding this cave and not just like random people that might have been here previously uh, like is this sure. at all definitely carved excavated out, out more a, a little more yes okay. you, you could make that narrative justification for That's sure fine. yes 
Yeah, it wasn't just like, you know, Nick Cannon. Yeah, yeah like, dude, it could just be like a fucking, yeah. like, couple that just, like, found themselves in the well and, like, used to fuck down here. <laughs> like, I don't want to intervene. Sure. No, no, maybe no. that's why there's wine yeah, and yeah, ale, that, dude. That, like, that, maybe that it is the fuck. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> maybe they were experimenting with their kinks and this creeper got out of hand and, like, dude, I don't want to judge. <laughs> that's probably so much worse than whatever whatever's actually going on. Well, that's, that's where my brain goes. <laughs> Change it. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> Fuck well. He already did it! Hell! <laughs> no, you could make that out of justification that those sure. were put there by the people that expanded this cave. Yes. Gotcha. Thank you. You said that it's less traveled back in this area yes. that's yeah. holding all the booze. Yeah, less recently for sure. There's not really many of those booted footprints back here as there are in this main area. Perhaps two different groups of people? I guess it could have possibly been an old uh, smuggling ring. We know that the farms were... How long ago was that transaction for Berryview Farms and those other things? 20 25 years, years pre-flood, ago. correct? Yes. How? No, no, uh, it was post-flood. 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 So uh, 23 years. 23 flood years was 25 ago. Transaction was 23. So in terms of changing hands for Amber Hill, Berryview, and like the divisions of the land. Yep. These things look that old to you? 20 odd years old for a cork to have rotted to that degree? Could this have been possibly something before the divisions and the change of land? I'm not sure. Uh, Is anyone here well versed in ales or... Wines, or...? Shake my head now. Damn. Uh, I guess we could take it back to, uh, Joseph. Possibly ask him. He might know. Yes. Uh, my interpretation is that this is probably some kind of smuggler's den that was abandoned. Possibly when... Hmm? Hobbits. Oh. Hobbits. Uh, possibly... If not that long ago, possibly when uh, Plymfair Forest became a bog, perhaps this area was lost. Perhaps in the transition from forest to bog, some of the rotting could have been accelerated. Could have been. And then perhaps this area was repurposed for whoever was performing these transplants. Yes. I guess we're, we're like, everybody's kind of like still actively looking around a little bit, right? Like, mm-hmm. as this is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as it's happening, I'll, uh, I'll th- thaumaturgy and make the uh, torches that are lit go brighter okay. uh, behind everybody to just help with lighting if I can. Sure. So as you make these go brighter, something in that corner catches your eye. Large, massive vines descending from the floor up to the ceiling in the corner. The corner that does not appear to have a torch on it. Uh, okay, I guess I'll walk over there and I'll I'll gesture to to Twig as well. Yeah, I'll pull out my rapier and walk over with him. Sure. So the two of you walk towards it, uh, and please make dexterity saving throws for me as you approach the wall. Oh. It's a natural twenty. Uh, twenty three. I'm gonna be in here with you guys now. So as you walk I guess towards we'd all this back pretty much wall, be in there except these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wanna shuffle me over there? So as you walk towards this back wall, this squelching noise rings out from the ceiling as these two vines descend from the ceiling towards you, and the two of you duck to the side, and we are going to roll initiative again. If you can put this, it's the same many different creature in that back corner. Can you reach? Very good. Fifteen to twenty or above. Twenty with bonus. Got fifteen. Fifteen. Natural 18. twenty. Natural twenty. Yes. Is yours natural or? No, uh, mine's uh, with bonus. Okay. So twenty-two technically. Eighteen. 18. Nineteen. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. <laughs> We're ready to go. Five. Okay. <laughs> but mm-hmm. what's that really mean? <laughs> He's looking in the ale barrels. Hey, DJ, thank you very much mm-hmm. for the five gifted subs, my friend. Thank you so Thanks, much. DJ. It's very kind of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, stranger, who, mm-hmm. whom I've never met. <laughs> <laughs> DJ? Mm-hmm. Who is this DJ? DJ. Okay. Top of the order, Dandelion. Do we, I know, notice we know this thing's here. Is this? Uh, it's like, loud enough that you hear like a squelching, and you hear them kind of uh, make some amount of noise as they dodge to the side. You got it. squelching. Am I all the way in that corner over there? You are right here. Yep. Can you reach your doormat then? Six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. I need to move. Where do you want to go? Like right here. That one? Yeah, if that's... Correct, that is your full movement. 25? Yep. All right. I am going to... Probably would have dropped concentration on Hex. How long has it been since we killed the other things? It's not been that long. 15 minutes. I have that for up to an hour with concentration, so. Yeah, I would say that you would have. Use my bonus action to move my Hex onto that. And then I'm going to use Eldritch Blast. (laughs) Full action kiss. Mm -hmm. On these vines. Bonus action Hex, full action kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta give a disadvantage on those wisdom checks. (laughs) It's gonna be a. 21. 21 will hit. I'm right here, Sarah. <laughs> I'm in your brain. So it's going to be 6 plus 4, so 10 points of force damage, and then 6 for Hex, right? A d6, yes. Yeah. One point of. Okay, so 11 uh, total? Necrotic. Necrotic, yeah. Sure. So a. Um, 
a blast of eldritch energy strikes out from Dandelion's hands, passing over... Is that Mr. Pigeon that's there? The black figurine? That is Twig. Twig. Okay. Uh, so a purple blast of eldritch energy goes over Twig's head and strikes into the far corner of this room uh, as it illuminates slightly. And you see now for the first time fully this large gaping maw of vines and teeth and bark just in the corner of this room as these vines twist and curl over each other. The two vines that had descended down to attack Mr. Pigeon and Twig just kind of sticking to the ground, uh, almost like a like a tent mm-hmm. strap holding it up. Uh, watch out. <laughs> I don't like it, it's icky. <laughs> uh, next in the order is Rin. Oh, so I'm gonna move over here. Oh no, I don't wanna break things. Yeah, I was gonna ask that, thanks Sarah. And I will cast Witch Bolt. Okay. So that's gonna be a 16 plus six. Assume that's it. Yes, that will hit. (laughs) All right. Oh, and that'll be a 12. Uh And that is, I believe, lightning. Uh Yep. Okay. That'll conclude my turn. Sure. So Ren uh, twirls around and snaps his fingers as he makes a motion with his hands as this blue electrical lightning kind of ripples across the ground, uh, running up the wall, striking into this creature, illuminating it again as you just see this like purple liquid dripping from the maw as the light fades away again. Uh, anything else? No, that's my turn. All right, Mr. Pigeon. Um... All right, I'm gonna. I guess uh, I'm gonna use my uh, my sickles and uh, try to attack. Cool, sickles are out. Uh, that's yep. That's gonna hit. So 19 on the die. Yep, that'll hit. <laughs> uh, I'll use my uh, bonus action to make the no modded second. Uh, that is probably not gonna hit. It's a seven on the die. It's no damage mod though, right? The hit still has it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so it'll be a 10 to hit. Yeah, or, I mean a 13 to hit. That will not hit. Okay. So we'll do the first hit. For five slashing damage. Okay. So you watch as Mr. Pigeon flips the two sickles and strikes towards this creature in a cross pattern. The first one narrowly missing as this vine uh, knocks it away, and then you strike through it, the other one severing one of the vines as it crashes to the ground, casting dust up into the air again. Uh, next up, Shay. Um, so he made the torches brighter, which is how he saw this thing. Correct. Um, I want to look around the room um, and like see if there's anything else since we keep being assailed by plant sure. creatures in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as like, you look yeah. more toward the ceiling. They <laughs> keep right. coming from above. Fool me once! Sure. Um, as you look around, you can see the vines connected to this thing kind of descend in areas of the room, kind of keeping to the darker spots. There does not appear to be another creature. Sure, this thing is like just kind of fairly creepy. big and like yeah. up into the ceiling sort yeah, of mostly on that side of the room but just kind of along the cracks <coughs> of like where the the cave wall meets the ceiling just right against the base of the wall as if you you really wouldn't see it unless you were looking for it sure um yeah i guess i'll um get a sword back out and get up in there next to twig and try and make a slice of this thing sure 
see how it goes. I'm assuming that that won't do it. Uh, yeah, that won't do it. That's less than what he rolled. It's a nine. Uh, yeah, that will not hit. Um, and... How high is the ceiling, Dom? Just so this way I can grasp. Uh, about 20 feet. 20 feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'll... That was 30, right? To get right. me there. Um... Yeah, I guess I'll um, bonus action to try and hit with the other short sword. Sure. And that's not going to do it. That's 12. Yeah, 12 will not hit either. Uh, so you swing towards with your uh, with your weapons, and this thing just kind of grabs the edge of your weapons and, and stops them in its tracks with this large, thicker vines. Uh, next up is Twig. Alright, um, so I'm going to use my rapier. Just slash on 20. Not that. 20 will hit, yes. Um, 14. Okay. Damage. Yeah, so you pull. What uh, type of weapons are you using? Uh, rapier. Rapier? Okay, yeah. yeah, so you strike into this thing and sever several of the vines as they collapse to the ground around your friends as this thing just. <sighs> just a deep, like, harrowing growl <laughs> of just, like, vines rubbing against themselves, almost like vocal cords, but, like, just almost deeper than you can perceive. Use your rapier like a bow. Play that violin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The worst what violin. chilling beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of your turn, it's going to use a legendary action. And Paul, if you can please make a dexterity saving throw as a vine comes from the ceiling. Tickle him. Please, no. Tickle his big peepers. You said saving throw? Yes, uh-huh. please. Thirteen. Okay. So as this thing comes down from the ceiling, uh, you watch like almost like a, a, a frog tongue grabbing a fly. Oh, it just descends from the ceiling, wraps around your leg, and pulls you <laughs> up into the air. So you are now hanging upside down, slowly being dragged back towards this maw. Great. Do I need to make a uh, concentration check? Yes, you do. Cool. Uh, good thing I have advantage. All right, 18. Okay, Plus, you're good. Yeah, so you uh, you have dr- been dragged five feet towards this yeah. thing. It lifted him up into the air, or it pulled yeah, his it, feet it, out from under him and it's dragging him? Uh, it pulled his feet out from under him and it lifted him up and is now, like, pulling back. Gotcha. He's yeah. going in a diagonal. Yep. Uh, okay. Like, maybe head still hitting the ground, but yeah, feet it's, and it's other not, things yeah. in the angle. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it is now its turn, mm-hmm. uh, and it is going to... There's three people in front of it. Help. I'm still over here with an ale. I'm of age. Your face uh, better so be attack <laughs> right? Mr. Pigeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that is a four on the die, so most certainly not. As one of these vines swings down towards you from this massive wriggling <laughs> vines on the wall, um, it's going to make a second attack towards you. Mm-hmm. Wow, a five. So again, no. Um, it's rolling like me. Yeah, really low. <laughs> nice. uh, and the third attack that's going to come out is this um, smaller maw is going to extend out. Uh, just almost like mandibles, like bug mandibles. Alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an alien. I love it. That is a natural one. Wow. Uh, Mr. is good at the 5Ds. So I'm going to say that it's going to have to make a check to not drop Paul. Uh, that's a two, so you're free. Cool. Wow. Uh, prone, I imagine. Yeah, you're prone, but okay. you're no you're longer s- being grappled. You're a sleepy boy. Uh, right next to grand. Dandelion. Ah. <laughs> That is a sad time rolls. Uh, okay, well, Marcus, your turn. I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not in range of anything. Uh, I'm gonna use my action to dash. Okay. This thing, uh, as I'm moving, so mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here, it's still within my line of being able to see it. Yep. Does it you said it looks like it's embedded into like the corner, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's in the upper corner of you the got room. It. Yep. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss it. <laughs> I'm just going to get over here. I'll okay. use my bonus action and cast Wrathful Smite and sure. conclude my turn. All right. Uh, back to the top of the order, Dandelion. Me already. Mm-hmm. I would love it if my tablet would open when I ask it to. I think what I might do is Eldritch Blast. Is Eldritch Blast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a warlock. Mm-hmm. And it's Start blasting. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit, most certainly. Would you like to pay me as your accountant? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly? I'm not even bad at math. You're just way faster at it than I am. Your calculator. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to look at what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it done already. <laughs> 11 again. Same, same exact roll as last 11 time. points of damage. Uh, okay. One of which is necrotic. <laughs> sure. Uh, so you again watch this. just going back in time. We gotta go back, Tom. <laughs> Marty! <laughs> Marty! <laughs> um, this purple blast of energy extends from Dandelion's hands, once again lighting up this horrifying maw with the mandible sticking out. And you, you see the full scale of this creature now as you've gotten a few attempts of it in the light. Um, where it is just like about halfway up the wall, all the way to the ceiling, the vines kind of like a like a pit of snakes just wriggling over each other and slowly crawling around, this purple liquid dripping from this maw as these vines just extend their way along the ceiling in yep. the corners of the room. Uh, next up, Rin. I will use half my movement to get up. Oh, sorry. Push and, me out of the way. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> And I will continue to cast Witch Bolt. Sure. Uh, two. <laughs> two damage. Two damage. All right, you watch as a very, as you uh, you kind of like pull yourself to the ground and shake your head a little bit, and this weak bolt of blue energy just kind of extends from your fingers and rockets up the wall, going between your friends. I did my part. Uh, next up, Mr. Pigeon. Alright, um, we're gonna, I guess, make, uh, make two attacks again. Okay. Uh, the first one's gonna be a 14 to hit, and the second's a natural one. Okay. 
All right, so 14 will not hit. Um, and the natural one, you Wait, are what? where exactly? Uh, I'm right here. Right there. Mm -hmm. uh, hit me. Okay. <laughs> um, hit me. I'm going to have you make a dex save, Mr. Pigeon. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, okay. So um, I'm gonna have you stumble back five feet, uh, but not fall prone. Okay. Um, and it's going to make an opportunity attack against you as you are stumbling backwards. All right. Uh, that's better. Uh, that is an 18. That'll hit. Uh oh, it's finally fighting back. Mm-hmm. Vinally fighting <laughs> back. Uh, it's the seat. Please make a strength saving throw. <laughs> Pretty good at those. Uh, how about a 10? <laughs> 10 will not do it. Um, so you watch. Uh, you're going to take six points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay. As this vine wraps around your foot, pulls it out from under you, and begins dragging you towards this maw. Roll percentile to see how much falls out of your sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How, how many trinkets just fall out? Like a tiny horn. Um, how much did you take from Josiah? <laughs> <laughs> Three pre-blown balloons. Uh, An actual pigeon. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, next in the order, Shane. <laughs> With your face paint on it. <laughs> I'm gonna try and carve it this thing. Sure. Uh, first one's a uh, seventeen to hit. Seventeen will hit. Second one is mm, probably. Uh, second one doesn't hit because it's fourteen. Okay. Uh, first one hits. Uh, thirteen damage. Okay. Uh, this thing is now bloodied. You can uh, see that. Uh, this green, like, viscous liquid begins dripping from the vines, and a darker red viscous liquid begins dripping. I like all these different colors. Um, does green the... Um, does the purple liquid at all look like anything that was in any of the vials that I picked up earlier? Yeah, definitely one of the the ones that had the, like, remnants on the side it of it. It looks like it might be whatever was in there. Yes. Or something similar. Something similar, yeah. Something along those same lines, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Twig, you are up next. Um, so I'll see what it's doing to Mr. Pigeon dragging him, and I'll take a swipe at the, the vine that's dragging him. Okay. Mm, nope, that's not one. Kill Mr. Pigeon! That's how Mr. Pigeon lost the leg. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have you make a deck save as well. Okay. Um, so, nimble cat feet. Yeah, nimble cat feet. You managed to avoid stabbing your friend, Mr. Pigeon, um, but I'm going to say that you are prone next to him, uh, having stumbled towards him and, like, blade outstretched, just narrowly missed him. Mm -hmm. As you completely missed the vine, but you also don't stab him in the chest. You just drape yourself over the top of him. <laughs> you can't have him. <laughs> what a beautiful moment. <laughs> Uh, all right, and it is now going to make its legendary action again, and it is going to attempt to pull Mr. Pigeon in. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't know why I'm rolling. Sorry. Um, make a uh, strength check. I was going to ask you that. Let's choose this one for the strength check. Suck. Okay, so a 13. Okay, um, so it is going to <laughs> contest against that. I'm very strong. Uh, so it outstrengths you. Uh-huh, um, so sense. it is going to pull you five feet towards it as this purple liquid runs along this vine that is attached to Mr. Pigeon. Please make a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. So, so four. Okay. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Pigeon's having a bad time. This is not a good day. This is an unlucky case. Uh, all right, you take uh, three points of poison damage. Okay. And you are poisoned. Is this the same time? All right. Actually, can you click it? Now it's going to take its turn. And. It is going to attack Marcus. Probably stays the same. He's only cast a spell. Cool. Fuck you. <laughs> You're powerless against me. Uh, that is a 15. Yes. On the first vine hit. Yes. You're powerless against me. <laughs> Poison the shit out of him. Fine. I welcome it. Punish him for his hubris. It's not hubris, Paul. Uh, you take uh, six points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. My Wrathful Smite stays up. Very good. Six points? Yes. Cool. Hit me again. It's going to. Good. Uh, that is a 14 on the die plus six. You got it. My Wrathful Smite is going to stay. <laughs> okay. Uh, two points. Two? I rolled two once. <laughs> 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 Come at me! <laughs> Third! <laughs> I am uh, the fourth. <laughs> uh, it is going to... Who's in the corner there? Me? Yes. Uh, it is going to reach out with its mandibles. I guess it's given a blood hurting me. I guess. It hit me twice, <laughs> but it wants me. Uh, it's going to attempt to bite you with its mandibles. Uh, that is a seven, so no. You're a miss. bitch, Don. What about you roll hot on me? Very proud. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, you're up. Cool. I'm going <laughs> to fucking wail on this thing. Uh, Take it to the cleaners. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Drag it back to the fuck cage. Uh-huh. I wish I could. If only. I'm going to say that it counts, because it landed definitively, right? Oh yeah, that's, it's on top of another cool. dice, but it's... A nine, so no. No, not on this. Very good. I'm gonna hang out here now. Okay. Uh, back to the top of the order, Dandelion. I'm gonna blast it. Mm-hmm. Blast it. <laughs> Go blast it. <laughs> 21. What on the... <laughs> My guess is it's gonna be 11 points of damage. Nope. Oh, okay. Unless you hit, uh, that's seven force. Yep. You're even better. Six necrotic. Thirteen total. Alright. So once again, this blast of Eldritch energy strikes out, illuminating this thing as liquid begins to continue to drip from all of the various vines across this ceiling, just kind of sizzling as they hit the ground. Uh, Rin, your turn. Well, still got Witch Bolt. I'm gonna cast it again. Alright. Oh, 12. <laughs> mm. Okay. 
And the, you said there's stuff falling from the ceiling now? Yeah, little drips. Yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, activate Blade Song. Sure. Just in case. <laughs> you got it. I'll include my turn. All right. What does that do? Stuff. Uh, Mr. Pigeon, please repeat your strength saving throw it to try to escape two. the grasp of this thing. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that works really. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, Shay, your turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gonna. Um, Twig's prone. I can't get to where he's grappled, right? Uh. If you to, like, try around, and actually hack at the vine that has him. I think if you get around, you can get it. It's around his foot. You sh- you'd be able to get in there, I think. It's hard for me to see from this angle, but... I'm I saying mean, I couldn't do it around. without having to... I mean, I guess I could disengage on a bonus if I needed to disengage. Yeah. To go around. Yeah. Um... No, I feel like two attacks on the thing is better, because it looks like it's oozing so first one won't hit second one's literally the same roll that's an 11 both times somehow okay uh yeah those both miss and mike sorry you should have been you can still make your attack oh can i it doesn't use the action to make the check no it does not oh that's my mistake sorry i know you're fine uh yeah i'll make uh i will make an attack then um I'm actually I'm gonna use my action to just point at him and have uh, have it make a wisdom save since I don't see him like I can roll dice right now. Sure. Uh, that is a fifteen. That'll pass. Okay. And then uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action and I'm gonna healing word myself. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that'll be my turn. Four, uh, so okay. One, so both four. of your attacks missed. You said Shay. It's a one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twig. Um, I'm going to use half my movement to get up. And then... I'm going to try again. I'm going to hack at that vine. It's got Mr. Pigeon. Hmm. No? (laughs) (laughs) It's a two? Yeah. Okay, so you stand up and you swing towards this thing and it's just more of these vines come out and grab your rapier and just pull it away from from the vine that is dragging Mr. Pigeon to his doom. Uh, and it is going to again use its legendary action at the end of your turn to attempt to pull Mr. Pigeon. Please make a uh, strength saving throw to try to grab onto the ground. Alright, here it comes. This is the one. Better be lucky, right? Oh, thank god. It's a seven. Okay, it's a six. <laughs> it's not literally literally another one. one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a six. Okay, it drags you five additional feet towards it. Uh, I don't know you... what that means in terms of where I am. I'm like... Okay, sure. I was going to say, I was, like, almost based. Yeah, because you said the, like, maw is is halfway up the wall. Yes, yeah, correct. Is he nibbling my ankles yet? Uh, On its turn, it's going to, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You take uh, two points of poison damage. Mm Mm-hmm. And its turn It is now going to bite you and attempt to swallow you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's a three. Darn. Okay. Darn. Darn. Like, I can't... Seem to <laughs> can't seem to just fit this clown in there. <laughs> oh, oh. The sleeves are so big. <laughs> More balloons and horns. Uh, and it is going to attack Twig with one of its vine attacks. Uh, that is a thirteen. Nope. Okay. Twig again. 
another one of its vine attacks. Uh, that is an 18. That is five points of bludgeoning damage, and it is going to use its bonus action. Uh, please make a dexterity saving or strength saving throw. Sorry, as it begins to wrap its viney hands around you. Five. Okay, you are also grabbed by this vine as you slowly get pulled to the ground and begin to get pulled towards this thing. Uh, that is its turn, Marcus. You are up. Fantastic. I'm gonna wail on it again. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. It's 13. What is happening? <laughs> Danny Lion. She's hitting. That. She's hit every round. Fine. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blast it. <laughs> I was looking to see if there's a better option, and there isn't. Nope. Mm, there never is. Nope. Nine. Uh-huh. Okay. Your blast goes wide and strikes <laughs> into the wall. Good night, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Ren. I tried. Mm-hmm. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> yeah, I had to dash Ooh, to get 11. over here. Okay. Nice. It's looking rough. Over my turn. All right, Mr. Pigeon. Mm-hmm. You're in its mouth. Please make a strength <laughs> uh, saving throw to attempt to wriggle out. It's a 12. It's going to attempt to maintain hold of you. Uh, that is a 19. It mm-hmm. maintains hold of you in its mouth, but you still get to make your attacks to try to stab this thing as you are suspended in the air, held by this maw, the lower half of Mr. Pigeon inside of this large vine creature. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna uh, try to uh, toll it again. So I'll gesture my sickle at it. Sure. Uh, that is four. It fails. It does. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. The let's... spell hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Damage. <laughs> That spell can hit? For uh, three. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Only kind of. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. Okay. It's, right, we're on the board. it's looking really rough. I have that feeling of hitting for three all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shay, your turn. Good try. Attack number one. Oh, yeah. That's uh, 18. That will hit? Uh, I guess I'll do uh, 11 damage. Alright. Still looking good. Really, really rough. Uh, second attack will not hit. Alright. Uh, 12. Yeah, that does not hit. Okay. Twig, take us home. It's a strength save, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> strength saves are really he good. Over here. He was jumping in his mouth. Uh, no, yeah, you do. You still are. Uh, being pulled slowly towards the thing as you move five feet towards it's a, it. It's a uh, tactical maneuver to get close <laughs> enough to hit. Um, you are still able to make your attacks. Right. I'd also like to yell to Mr. Pigeon that at least if we die, we're dying together. <laughs> Aggressively shake my head no. Uh, that is a 19. 19 will hit. Yeah. Get him. Six. Yeah, you got your I'm in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. So as you're being oh, to be dragged, fair, maybe I don't count. 
Yeah. So as you're being dragged up into you the air, this thing lifts you in front of its maw and releases a large, horrifying growl. And you take your rapier upside down and stab directly into the heart of this thing as it just screams loudly, vibrating across the walls of the cave as you hear several of these bottles of wine fall off of this rack and shatter on the ground. Mr. Pigeon slides out of this thing's <laughs> mouth covered in this purple, horrifying liquid and slinks to the ground, and the vines go limp and begin to slowly peel off of the ceiling. You guys have defeated the horrifying vine creature. Does it look like this thing is going to fall entirely off the ceiling, or does it look like it's just loosening? It's just loosening. It's going slack. Yeah, it's going slack. Yes. Uh... Mr. Pigeon, are you all right? And I'm going to lean down and start scooping some of this purple stuff off sure. of him into this vial. What is he doing? Then I'll like rig my sleeve. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just kind of like sit up and shake my head and start wringing it off. Is it dead? It's. I hope so. I can blast it. <laughs> I see no reason why not to. Blast. <laughs> yeah, you blast it, and it just as the energy hits it, it just <laughs> for just from the force of it, as the vines just kind of flap and then fall slack again. What? Maybe you'd like to get a hit in? No, it's dead. I'm just gonna look up at the ceiling. Seems oh, quite cowardly. Strike a dead thing. No need to. I'm just gonna gesture at you and her. Oh. She's just having fun. Let's make sure it was dead. Yes, there's the difference. It is now known to be dead. Did you say there were other colors of liquid coming out of this thing? Yeah, there's a, a dark Green red liquid red. Uh, that looks very similar to the vial that you already have. Uh, the, the larger viscous red liquid and a dark green liquid as well. Check my vials. You so. see remnants of, of similar to that green liquid, but no actual liquid. You just pop that into the vial. Are either of you too bloody? Um, yes. You both are? A few round. I'll top off that red vial. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'll give you two apiece. Well, how low are you, Twig? Uh, eight. You're at eight? What are you at, Mike? Seven. Seven? Uh, yeah, I'll give you the two apiece. Sure. Farewell, lay on hands, pool. And I guess as you do that, I'm gonna like uh, make a make a pouty face and like wobble. <laughs> so I'm still poisoned. <laughs> Sit down. Uh, while this is happening, I'll move towards the exit. Sure. And check the ceiling there. Are there still vines or no? Not not towards where this. Connects. No, not back there. Okay. Mm-mm. Just in the cave itself. Okay. Yeah, nothing up there. And you can see that just from the from the sound of this thing, there are some small fragments of, of rubble that have fallen. Very, very small pebbles and things. Nothing major. There doesn't appear to have been any damage to the uh, to the shaft of the uh, well. I'm just going to kind of hang out over there. Okay. Wait. Sure. I check on Mr. Pigeon's condition. See if I can discern how long he might feel under the weather. Sure, make a medicine check. Uh, 13. Uh, yeah, you imagine just from kind of looking at this liquid a little bit and looking at Mr. Pigeon that it shouldn't be more than a few minutes before this passes, since he's no longer contacting the liquid. Think he'll pull through? 
<laughs> Shrugged. <laughs> Just a couple minutes, probably. Do wide stance like I just ran. <laughs> <laughs> panting, but yeah. not panting. When uh, I want to look up, like you said, it's like, is it in a hole? Like the vines go up, or is it just in the corner? It's just in the corner. Okay. It's just, yeah, I wasn't it's, sure it's if it was taking like a up the whole corner. Yeah, it's just like a whole tunnel of this. <laughs> no, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> Well, if there's nothing else that anyone needs to harvest from this thing, I think we can uh, prepare to go home. I'm sure that the two of you would like to get cleaned up before your performance this evening. <laughs> yeah, Probably not little, ideal to go in. Probably not. Yes. Um, is there a torch on the wall nearby? Yeah. Yeah, you walk over to the area uh, like behind you where that torch is on the back wall mm. and you just ignite this thing. Does the, uh, is the, any of the goop seem more flammable than the rest? No, not really. Um, the, the vines themselves are obviously definitively flammable. The purple doesn't seem to ignite any brighter, nor does the, the red or the green. Sure. Yeah, so this thing just lightly burns and casts a nice glow across the room as the other set of plants has now dispersed into you know, a pile of ash at this point. Uh, so you just move my way out nice from underneath fire. the vines as yeah. they yeah as they <laughs> slowly burn and, and crisp as little flakes of ash kind of descend through here and blow upwards past you outwards and up the shaft as this smoke travels lightly lazily dancing through this cave and up the well we're ready to go then I'm going to step into the center of that runic thing. Sure. Once more. You said that this was outlined in chalk and this was into the ground? Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Not, it's it's, not it's smudged in a lot of yeah. areas. In the areas in which it's smudged, it looks simply like it was attempting to connect the lines of the circles. Mm-hmm. Cool. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Did we make any, like, arcana checks on that? Before, uh, Rin did. Okay. This is a barrel of ale. Ah, uh, yes. And dump that shit on this thing. Sure. Yeah, you you walk over and crack open this barrel and just dump the ale onto this chalk as mm-hmm. it begins to wash away the chalk as mm-hmm. this ale runs across this room. Uh, yes. I think it is good to leave. Quite enough for a day's excursion. Seems so. Everyone is uh, definitely a little more tired than we left this morning. Be nice to have a good lunch. Yeah. It's still early. It's probably around like 10, 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Alright, so everybody makes their way. I'll ask Dandelion before we leave. Uh, could, could you grab my torch? I left it. Dropped it near the runic circle. I'll grab it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You need this? Thank you. Of course. I'll assume it's out. Since it is, yeah, yeah, from the ale. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit wet on the edges. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can Tied I to attempt bag. to ignite it? Yeah. yeah. It right. burns a little bit brighter as the ale ignites. Perfect. <laughs> I'll step into the water. Sure. You step into the water uh, off of the, the sort of... <laughs> You know, foot and a half. Ah, <laughs> there's more. 
<laughs> he pulls him under. <laughs> yes, a previously unknown hole appears and Ren descends further into the water. Uh, no, so you um, you step back into this stagnant water and grasp the ladder with one hand and the torch with the other and begin climbing your way up the well. Mm-hmm. Everybody else making their way out as well? I would like to go last. Uh, when I hit that area of that hallway, I know there are torches on these walls. Yep. Toss one onto the ale on the circle. It ignites and begins burning the things that are in here. Mm-hmm. Toss my hammer back over my shoulder and get back over to the ladder. Sure. So as the six of you begin climbing back up the ladder out of this well, the sounds of crackling, popping fire, and uh, exploding barrels below you cast a fairly strange but somewhat calming sound as uh, the smoke kind of brushes by your skin as you climb up and you make your way out into the not daylight since you're still in the darkness of the bog. Um, You can see there is now a haze from the smokiness that has kind of cascaded out of this um, casting a very weird uh, like eerie sensation in the bog as if it wasn't strange enough from all of the like weird sounds and horrifying muck. Um, But it's still very dim. Uh, You're unsure of what time it is aside from your own calculations of how much time has passed is there's not really a way to see too much daylight here uh, with the thick canopy. Um, but you make your way up the ladder without incident and I'll step back into the area surrounding this large stone old well. Where are we headed? I mean, we're definitely going back to Lake Mount. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you make your way back out of this bog, um, again, without too much incident. Um, you do not see, uh, bog where you left him, but, uh, a ways later you see a frog that might be bog with another frog sitting next to him, just slowly riveting at you as you begin walking. You make your way out of the bog and back down past, uh, the farm's the Flitter Farms, uh, back into Lake Mount proper. And I will give you the numbers for the buildings of which you have already been told what they are, if you would like, for Lake Mount. Mm-hmm. And uh, could you tell us the time of day? Uh, yeah, it's it's around like 10, 11 a.m. 10, 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, so number one is the Silverleaf Inn. Uh, directly across from that, number two is the lawkeeper's office. Uh, number three in the corner by the fence is the Mender's Grove. What is it? The Mender's Grove. Uh, four over on the right side is the Crown's Guard's quarters. All the way on the right side by the wall, bottom right. I'm sorry, you said it was what? what the what quarters? Uh, the uh, Crown's Guard Crown's quarters, Guard. yeah. Uh, five is the general store, Alistar's Nook, that you would have passed by on your way out of the inn. 
six. That's fucking weird. Oh no, six is a six is obviously the circus. Uh, seven is obviously the ah uh, well. Uh, eight is the fishery that you would have passed by, in the upper left hand side. Oh, the fishery. Mm -hmm. Um, if there's anything in particular that you want to know, I guess I'll just, I'll write these out and just give you guys a key so I don't have to dictate all of the numbers to you. But if you want to know one in particular, 11 is the farm, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll print out a key for you guys. Yes, you make your way back into Lake Mount Proper. Are you heading to the inn? Uh, to Lawkeeper's office? Where are you guys going? I'd probably head to the Lawkeeper's office. True. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so you walk up to the uh, the Lawkeeper's office, which is a fairly simple um, thatched roof building. It's larger than most of the other buildings in the town, um, but appears to be mostly made of timber. There's a little bit of stonework on it. Uh, there's a, a large brick um, and mortar chimney up on the top that has some smoke kind of lazily dancing into the sky. Uh, and you make your way in and you see uh, Nolan sitting behind a desk at the uh, in the entryway. Uh, morning, friends. Uh, to excursion fare you well. I hope you all look a, a bit worse for wear. I hope nothing too dangerous happened. A bit. It was frightening. i sorry to hear that. Uh, did you discover anything? As I said, I'd gladly pay you for your troubles. Dancing twigmen. Twigmen? Yes, equated to the ones we described previously. Ah, yes, of course, the, the vine-like creatures. Uh, yes, we found two substantially larger ones inside of the uh, area previously described to you beneath that padlocked area that you said used to be an old well. Oh, yes. Um, back uh, deep into the bog, I suppose. Um, very sorry to hear that. Uh, did you dispatch of them? Yes. They're defeated and uh, seemed as though they had taken up hold in some kind of old uh, rum runner or smuggler's den. All right. Um, afraid I, I don't know of a smugglers den of any kind um, but I appreciate you dispatching these horrifying creatures I uh, unsure of what to make it if they'd made their way to the town I don't know that uh, what we would have done if they grabbed someone else and, and taken them away and he begins uh, looking around for things and he pulls out uh, 60 gold and sets it on the counter for you uh, terribly sorry for all the danger I Put you in. Um, did not mean to put you into further danger than a simple excursion into the bog, as dangerous as it might be. Uh, certainly didn't want to, you know, put your lives at risk. As the hawk just sits on his shoulder and well, you're at no fault. Around. We made the decision ourselves to peruse and attempt to investigate and handle the matters. We handled it. We did. Thank you all very much. It did seem that somebody was experimenting with the plants in the area. Hmm. Found a note, made reference to Greymore. Perhaps if there's 
somebody that could look after my shop for a time, I could travel with these as they are headed that direction and look into it for the town. Of course, I would uh, greatly appreciate that, Shay. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure we can find someone. Uh, we can call for a, you know, for a, a, another apothecary to come and take your place for a time. I'll send word. Very well. Much appreciated. I, uh, again, very sorry for, for everything. You, you said there's someone ex- experimenting? Yes, and, that... And a, a letter that mentioned Greymore? Did seem to be the case, yes. Something you think the Crown should be aware of, or...? Perhaps. We can look into it, and if we find more substantial evidence, we could deliver that as well. Of course, well... Thank you again. Um, you know, uh, the, Mr. Nolan? If, yes. You made mention previously of a girl who had went missing. The tall girl? Uh, yes. How long ago again did she go missing? Uh, three years ago. Three? Or four years ago. Four? Or five, five years ago. <laughs> six? Or perhaps six to seven four, years ago. Four years ago. Four years. After playing with... Uh, the cows as they wandered off. She was playing alone? Yes. O- only child, correct, with the tolls? Indeed, yes. Only child. Uh, they've managed to do fairly well for themselves despite uh, the you know, crippling loss of a loved one. Took them a while to recover, but they were a crucial part of the town, and we made sure that they were well cared for during their time struggling. And you said efforts were made looking into the woods for her? Yes, we went inside. Um, we found one of her shoes uh, tangled up in some of the vines and, and uh, roots of the trees, along with some boot prints, but we didn't discover anything else. Unfortunate that we couldn't find the girl. I'm not sure what became of her, but if you said someone was experimenting with vine creatures, it's horrifying to think of what might have become of her. I I don't know. I appreciate you looking all the same. VC or WB mean anything to you? They were found down in that well. Um, Carved in. VC certainly does. Uh, he looks out of the, kind of like beckons behind him, uh, Valentine Carhartt, uh, the fisherman for the town. It's the only one I know with those initials around here, but not sure that he has anything to do with it, but I can ask him if you'd like, or if you'd like to ask him yourself, that's uh, up to you. I'd like to continue to, I suppose, uh, assist me in this matter. I could ask him. Alright. There, Chicha, and I'll pull that out of the sleeve and gesture at the, the guy. Yes, Mr. Pigeon makes a, a valid point. I don't suppose you know what Eladrel. Philor? I can't say the name rings a bell. Um, is that the letter that references Greymore? It is, indeed. 
Anything about Greymore in particular, or just the city? Something about the archives? Yes, the archives in Greymore, a large library, a collection of history and books for the kingdom, if you ordain. Well, perhaps somebody there will know this name and could point us in the right direction. Yes, if uh, that person talks about the archives, perhaps they frequent there. Might be worth checking out. It seems that the results of the experiment may have been accidental in terms of the harm that they've caused. I certainly hope so. I'd like to give people the benefit of the doubt. But justice must be served if crimes have been committed. Of course. Thank you again for all of your help. I am in your debt. I hope this payment is enough. Don't suppose that you know when the next carriage out of town toward Greymore is? I believe it should be here tomorrow or the next day. Uh, depends on if they got caught up on one of the other towns, but shouldn't be more than a day or two. I have to make sure that I have my things gathered and I can hand the key over to the grove. Sure, thank you very much, Jay. You've been a uh, Quite a help to the town, always collecting things for us and making sure that everyone stays healthy. So, well, God's willing, I will be back in no time at all. I certainly hope so. We like having you around. Uh, Mr. Nolan. Uh, yes. Uh, do you know where Fjordane's Finest is based out of? Uh, Fjordane's Finest is based out of uh, Greymore. At the Lead Brewery, well, they used to be anyway. They've fallen out of favor. Um, but they were really the only brewery in uh, in Fjordane. They took in things from the farms to the east. But Amber Hill is really the main producer of ale for Fjordane now after the land change. But originally it was Fjordane's finest. Not quite as popular anymore. What number on the map was Amber Hill? Amber Hill is, is 16. 16 or? Yeah. Okay. Is it 15? 16. 16. 16. Do you know where Jordan's finest would have gotten there? ingredients to make their ales? Uh, yes, for the uh, farms to the east uh, along the coast. Far to the east, then? Indeed, yes. Uh, Fjordane, and as well as some farms to the south as well, um, when that area did belong to Fjordane, but uh, most of the land is not quite as fertile as the farms that Fjordane has picked up in the land exchange, but uh, you know, Fjordane wasn't really very well known for their ales, but uh, Fjordane's finest did their best with what they could grow. Do you know the name of these farms to the east? Uh, of course. Moment. Uh, farm to the south, uh, number 27. Uh, is how, H-O-W-E, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 28 along the coast, um, Wolfwater. Not sure of the ones to the south anymore, but... Uh, yes, into what is now Arbor? Yes. No longer under Fjordane control, of course. Uh, Ren, did you receive the uh, package that the uh, bakers left for you? I did. I'll have to thank them. Thank you very much. I'm glad that you received it. It's delicious. Very good. Uh, we've not had an emissary uh, from uh, Valinar you said you were from? That's correct. Still not familiar of it. I looked through several of our maps. I'm afraid I, I don't see it on the map of the kingdoms. It's south of Arbor? Yes, that's correct. Right. Further uh, south. Doesn't appear to be much there. There's the not the halfling kingdom, certainly. No. No. It's a little tall for that. Little little tall for a halfling, yeah. Uh, Alright, um well it, it might be good to mention that as well to the person you speak with in Greymore about the fact that your kingdom exists. Uh, it's not on any of the maps that we have here. It's possible that the crown is aware of your kingdom, but uh, the maps that we have uh, don't mention it at all. Yes, you said uh, I should speak with one of the dukes in Greymore? Yes, the high duke of Greymore or the one of his assistants, depending on the severity or interest the king himself may speak to you if he has time. Will do. All right. Anything else that I can uh, help any of you with? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Carhart? Uh, yes. Um, so you've been the fisherman long in town? About 30 years. <laughs> Our, uh, previous fisherman retired uh, around the time that Val came about. So he was here before the bog? He was, yes. Yes. Still horrible, that. Um, don't get me wrong, the fairground has brought in a fair bit of business to Lake Mount, but uh, you know, I am sad for uh, for the Plym Fairs, for Gwendolyn anyway land became fairly useless after that point. Um, they did a very good job keeping it up for all the festivals that we had, but a lot of tragedy in that pure, poor woman's life. Plenfair, you said? Uh, yes, the owner of the general store, Alistair's Nook. Alistair Plimfair, then? Uh, was his name, yes. Was his name? Passed away. And now it is operated by his wife? It is, indeed. What was her name? Gwendolyn. 
What happened to Mr. Plumfair? Um, he died 14 years ago. Um, he drowned in the river. Body was swept away while they were having a picnic. He and his wife? Their young daughter, Charlotte. Charlotte was also swept away, or Charlotte was at the picnic? Charlotte was at the picnic. Okay. Just like that, swept away? Yes, a large influx of water came, and... That's what she told us anyway. You hold Riptide. Try not to prod too much into other's business. Local lake Riptide. (laughs) (laughs) Really gets you sometimes. (laughs) Yes, uh... Strange. Yeah, is that, so is that, did that happen to the right of Lake Mallory or to the left? <laughs> I'm hoping to the left, because if not, it is that's to the left. just it's straight to the left. a lake. To the left. That would still be really strange. Some kind of Loch Ness monster, I assume, <laughs> at the east of Lake Mount, just <laughs> snatching dudes out of the water. It's just a riptide. I mean, it's really just a lake. Oh my god, there's something in there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody addressed the bracket in the lake right <laughs> by town. Well, do you have a bird brain? Are you okay? <laughs> And uh, how old is their daughter, Charlotte? She's 16 now. Ah, so she was a baby at the picnic. She was, yes. Doesn't remember her father, obviously, but... They've done okay for themselves, but... It's still a tragedy. The day of his death is coming up here soon. Just a heads up. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. Oh, I have I'm to just... adjust yours. Mm-hmm. I changed it after the fact. Yep, totally fine. Cool. Just... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, do you know Miss Plimfair's maiden name? By chance, Mr. Nolan? That's uh, uh, Wright. W or... W. W-R-I-G-H-T. Daughter of the High Duke of Greymore, mm-hmm. in fact. Fairly wealthy, the two of them. She chose to come live at Lakemount. Did she know Alistair before? Was Alistair from here, or did he leave Greymore with her? He left Greymore with her. Uh, they, uh, he also came from a wealthy background, from what she's told us. Yes, the Plimfairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the people that owned the forest. <laughs> Well, they bought that uh, when they, they moved here. They bought it when they moved here? Mm-hmm. Who did they purchase it from? What was... From the crown. Oh. Wanted the land uh, to make it into a fair ground. They were looking for a fairly quiet life out of the way. Wanted to use their wealth for the good of the kingdom. And always put on wonderful festivals in the fall. They purchased a forest? Yes, it was... Uh, Quite beautiful. It wasn't always that horrible. It's quite nice. There were some lots of areas for the children to swing from the trees and some large clearings. So, how long ago did they come to Lake Mount? Uh, they came to Lake Mount uh, 40 years ago. 40 years? Mm-hmm. My daughter was only 16. Yes. Quite old. Are they human? We know. I guess we wouldn't. Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't ask that question, so. you enough of course it's uh, no trouble at all appreciate the help i thank you for the payment i'll take 10 gold right. and if there's anything else i can help you with please let me know uh, certainly owe you one for all that you've done for me for oh, lake yeah. mount and uh tell your father uh Hello, when you see him. Such a good man. I look forward to the day. Thank you. Of course. I'll grab the bag and chop everyone then. Cool. Where are we headed? About what time of day is it? Uh, it's it's about noon by now. About lunchtime. Hungry. I'd love to grab lunch mm-hmm. at uh, the inn. Follow up with some of these things with Joseph. A man that I can trust in the town is valuable. Sure. So you guys make your way back out into the town square as you see several people kind of bustling about doing various things in the town. Um... And uh, you make your way over to the Silverleaf Inn and step inside, and you see Joseph behind, uh, just kind of straightening some things up. Uh, uh, hello, friends. Uh, hope you're well. Uh, can I help you today? We are hungry. Of course. Uh, if you'd like to grab a seat, uh, let me grab a notepad, a scrap of parchment. He looks around and picks up a scrap of paper and a and a quill uh, pen. Uh, uh, what can I get for all of you? We have a fish special today. I would love the fish again, please. All right, a fish for everyone. Can I have a fish sandwich? Sure, absolutely. What of is course. A <laughs> Two pieces of bread, and then food in between. More food. What did he order? <laughs> 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 To drink for all of you as well. Um, tea again, Marcus, Dandelion? Yes, please. Indeed. Alright. An ale for you? I'll have an ale and a tea. Alright. For the two of you? Um, I love water. What do you want, Mr. Pigeon? You want to go with the classic? <laughs> Point at Shay. An ale and a tea? Sure. Uh, for you, are sir. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, the scariest thing I've ever heard someone say. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You almost got eaten back then. <laughs> <laughs> Think of your problems, Mister Pigeon. That's why the strength saves your right. Built up that calcium, right? I mean, you're the one who rolled the zero. Yeah. You really got to stop drinking milk. He's giving it all. Mister Pigeon. Very dexterous. Very smooth bones. Do you actually whisper that to him? 
Would you say that we hear it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's. It, I, are you attempting to make them not hear it? No. Yeah, no, you, you hear I'll it. Have milk. I'll have milk. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. I'll just give me a moment. To... Oh, good idea. <laughs> I think grab me. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Mm-hmm. Steps into the kitchen and begins preparing your food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like milk? It's, it's pretty good. Don't want to get eaten by a weird vine thing. Does that help? Probably. You do strike me as a milkman. (laughs) (laughs) One who milks. (laughs) What does that even mean? Mr. Pigeon. (laughs) Twig, uh, what, what time did you need to get back to prepare for the show this evening? Was, was it like it's not till sundown, so sundown? you're you're good okay. for now. I'll lean back so you, you can <laughs> oh, answer. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell him. Try on sundown. So Very good. probably get there before then. Sometime after lunch then. Yeah. Show you around. Introduce you to everybody. Sounds Very good. lovely. I'd also like to uh at some point visit Miss Gwendolyn and Mr. Valentine. Some questions for both of those people. I want to see the shop. I'm sure that you'll enjoy a general goods store. Mm-hmm. There's many different trinkets in there that you'll probably find interesting. Spoons and... <laughs> Any mirrors? Probably, actually. Mm. Mirrors, unfortunately, are typically quite expensive. And we have to buy it. I have money. Hopefully we have enough money if there is the mirror there. (laughs) Good. I do need it. You do need it, and if it is more money than we have, we will earn enough money to buy the mirror for you. Mm -hmm. We do not take the mirror. (laughs) No. (laughs) The mirror might be indebted to you, but the mirror needs to be compensated for being held for all this time. Think of it that way. Also, it she's looking still... for a mirror. <laughs> In case anyone is uncertain as to... I, I gathered that. I... Good. <laughs> glance in my sleeves and then shrug. <laughs> that would have been very convenient. <laughs> you just kind of grab them and... We could have just retired Dandelion right here. <laughs> Three episodes. <laughs> Woo! It was stolen. We sent Mr. Pigeon's sleeves all along. <laughs> Shit, it I didn't was... think they'd look. Yes, it was stolen. <laughs> and, uh... Perhaps the general goods store. Miss Gwendolyn, maybe she did steal it. If not, uh, <laughs> we'll continue looking for it and find it someday. So, so you're talking, you hear the sounds of cooking behind you. Mm. You hear something clang to the floor. Now, fuck, for a moment. Mm. Joseph walks out fairly poised with a tray full of things and sets it down on the counter and begins walking the things over one by one to you and sets it out in front of you. Uh, yours is a um, fish sandwich on a, a longer loaf of bread that's been cut in half and kind of hollowed out a little bit and the scales have all been like scraped off of the fish. It's been deboned essentially. <laughs> Put um, on the side in a little cup for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the, the bones are separate in case you wanted them for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the rest of you just have um, 
I need fish bones. <laughs> no, but you never know. Never know. There are these bones. But the rest of you have this uh, these very nice pieces of fish that are well cooked, kind of wrapped in like a uh, like a large leaf that's been kind of baked, um, that's been opened over a bed of rice, uh, and there's some mm. nice vegetables on the side. And he sets everything in front of you and sets all of your drinks out and feel free to eat and I, I hope you enjoy this I appreciate the patience uh thank you Joseph of course uh how much for our meals uh five silver pull out a gold and give him a gold thank you very much sir well, of course put Joseph into his, into his pocket you're a very good man and you deserve to be treated as a good man thank you I try to live my life I not sure that I'll ever live up to the kind of man your father was, but I do my best to do what I can to make other people happy. I may not be rich, I might not be the you know, the most wealthy man in the world, but I have my own place. I'm able to survive, and I make people happy with the food and drink that I provide. Wealth is not enough. measured in coin. Of course not, absolutely. It's measured in happiness, the smiles on faces. I'm just going to look at Mr. Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> the wealthiest man I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll bow. <laughs> this chair just scrapes back and Mr. Pigeon stands and just bows in front of you and then sits back down. If you're not uh, busy this evening, Joseph, we intended to attend the circus performance with our good friends here. We'd love it if you would accompany us. Absolutely. Sure, that would be wonderful. Fantastic. Appreciate the invites. Very kind of you. Of course. You're a good man, Joseph. Thank you. Uh, I'll get someone to cover the shop for me. I'm sure most people will be in attendance at the circus. If you would like, I could carry over some casks of ale for you. and Sure. Perhaps we could set up a small, I don't know, tent or something for the evening. Offer sure. accommodations to individuals that are watching. Might be a good way for you to make some additional money. Thank you very much. I, would would that be okay with you? I, I don't know what your um, you know. Does that like break circus rules? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What we, does, does that have, break circus rules? Would, would I have any indication that that's not okay? <laughs> illegal vendor? Take them out. Is this like a movie theater? Is it? No, no. You don't sell your own food. You would know that that okay. people you know sometimes will sell things there. There's like other stands in the corner. So it's not like a circus ale stand. Like, no, like yeah. A, okay, yeah. Crashing on business. Yeah, no, then I'll, I'll, I'll shrug and mm -hmm. nod that then you should be okay. Right. Okay. Stand at the gate and tell people no outside food and drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're standing there um, enjoying all of your, your food and things. Uh, Ren, you notice in front of you is a glass of ale. Uh, you pick it up and look at it. Uh, are, you, are you out of milk? I'm terribly sorry. Uh, I could have sworn I gave you milk. Uh, I can replace that. Just give me a moment. I'll be right back. Sure thing. Sorry. Walks anybody, back into the kitchen. Anybody want an extra? I think that one's yours. Mr. Pigeon. He loves it. Yeah, you could use it. I'll grab it. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. You drink it. I'm gonna uh, slide I mean, him my ale also. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it tastes like milk. The, the, all of them, or just the all, ones? Just, just all the of them. Okay. Just the one. <laughs> 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 no, the, the, 
the ale that you, that you get handed by from Rin, you drink and it tastes like <laughs> Okay, I'll kind of recoil and put it back oh. down and what's, what's shake my head. I'll just hand it back to you. Are, are you <laughs> clapping in character? So you see Dandelion just clapping happily as you put the thing down as your face just kind of contorts like horribly. What What's wrong with it? I'll just shake my head. <laughs> I don't want it if you're. It's fine. I'll leave it in the middle of the table. I'm not taking it back. You're gonna waste it. Yep, I will nod yes. I'll just shake my head. Joseph runs out. With I'm gonna give us. Give give a gold a gold to uh. To, to Mr. Pigeon. No, not no. to um, Joseph. Joseph. Okay. Oh, uh, thank you. He sets a glass of milk in front of uh, Ren. Looks uh, like milk. Yeah, it looks like milk. I'd appreciate the extra gold. Uh, thank you very much. Yes, uh, if you would like to prepare casks to take over to the circus this evening, uh, if you have barrels or yes, something larger, whatever you think is best for the accommodations. I don't know the size of the crowd that the circus usually draws. Yeah, I can I'm sure with people like cart. Mr. Pigeon and Twig, it has a great pull. But if sure. you have a cart or a wagon, I'll gladly push it and we can get something set up for you tonight, Joseph. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a cart ready for when you uh, arrive to head over. Very good. Uh, maybe say an hour before sunset? Sure. Sounds good. I'll be, I'll be ready. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, my friends. I appreciate the kindness. You're very welcome, Joseph. You're so welcome, Joseph. Just the look in his eyes. You should have seen it. Nobody else, it's not even on camera. I know, Don. I'm the only one that saw that's, that. That's just a special me to you thing. <laughs> Enjoy it, buddy. As John says, remember this, Don. Remember this moment. Remember this moment as the moment that I took you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, can I get anything else for, for any of you? Uh, if not, I'll go prepare, I suppose. Think I'm good with this. Great. Everything's uh, to your satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Oh, they I'm pull out of gold. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grab the ale that's on the center of the table uh-huh. and pour some of it into my tea. And he just. I, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? Oh, well, uh, Very strange. It's, uh, <laughs> five o'clock somewhere, I suppose. <laughs> She's not from him. <laughs> Spike this tea. Quite my milk tea. Quite the, the morning, right? I'm just going to tart my eyes over at Mr. Pigeon as she does Thank you again, Shay. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, thank you. Of course. It's been very accommodating. Mm-hmm. I love how we paid three gold for the five silver meal, but I'm very proud of all of us. Mm-hmm. We're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll leave to, to your meal. I don't want to disturb you any longer. Uh, enjoy. Steps back into the kitchen. Continue to eat your food, and mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. very well prepared, very fresh. Uh, you know, uh, I'll say that you guys, uh, you heal back to full as you consume this food and relax. Cool. Classifies a short rest for some of us. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your arcane recovery. Mm-hmm. Get your spell slots, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Our delicious child divinity man. Mm-hmm. Very nice. But yeah, the food's very well prepared. Um, 
you know, everything seems to be very fresh and, and uh, very fresh just fish. fresh fish, just mm-hmm. very, you know, clean tasting. It's all very clean good. tasting, like yeah, Mr. Clean. <laughs> yeah, like Mr. Clean. <laughs> How you would imagine <laughs> so clean. if Mr. Clean prepared your food. Oh. So uh, fresh and oh. so clean. <laughs> um, just refreshing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, so it's, fresh and so yeah, clean. It's, uh, you know, definitively like hand prepared food, not nothing mm-hmm. like hand soap. Hand soap, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Lavender. About halfway Clean. through uh, eating, <laughs> suddenly I have milk in front of me and Ren has ale in front of him. Okay. Yeah, so you, you bite your sandwich and you kind of just like close your eyes, savoring it, and you open your eyes and there's now ale in front of you, and then you see milk in front of Dandelion. Did you take my milk? No. <laughs> the cups are the same, right? Yeah. I don't think she did. I'm just going to kind of like point the top of the cup towards you. Yes, but I don't think that she... I'm just going to reach for your milk and just kind of... And then drink this. I'm drinking the milk that was in front of Dandelion. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't know exactly what you did, so if you would like to describe what he just drank, then. I mean, it was milk. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you did something else or. Clearly, now you I've can't got my choose the glass in, in front of her. I'm not going to let go of it. I'm just going to stare at you while I eat. <laughs> You're staring at me. Yes, I'm staring at you while I'm eating now. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You continue eating the rest of your, <laughs> yeah. your meal as you just stare, kind of uh, very confused the whole time as you just take bites of your sandwich and then follow it up with the milk. You guys complete your meal and complete your short rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like fish milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> like two very strong, very... Mm-hmm. Better than ice milk, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm going to drink my milk tea. Sure. It's not spiked. Mm-hmm. I promise. <laughs> was somebody <laughs> there was no switching involved mm-hmm. alright uh, yes you complete your lunch where would you guys like to go oh, I intend to go to Alistair's Nook if you would like to accompany me but I don't know if anyone else has personal business to attend to Dandelion I know would like to go shopping look at the sky look at Twig and Shrug yeah, you've got time mm-hmm only about one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you guys make your way out of the uh, of the and after Joseph, you know, collects all of your things and begins cleaning up, uh, you make your way out back into the day. Um, it's very sunny. There's a couple clouds kind of drifting across the sky. It's very nice out. Um, it's fall-ish weather. It's you know fairly cool out. Um, very nice day. Uh, and you make your way one door over, <laughs> right, to, next door. right next door. <laughs> Uh, to the general store, and you can see this is a, uh, a fairly smallish building. Um, it's not too large. Uh, it's it's got some semi ornate like wood carvings along the side, uh, along the the doorway, and you see carved into it says Alistair's Nook above it. Is there's just carvings of different animals and trees and things uh, along the sides of it. The rest of it appears to be fairly simple in nature. There's some stonework lining the bottom, uh, very similar to the lawkeeper's uh, building. The, the fanciest part of this is this, like, large doorway. And you 
open your way in and you walk inside and you can see that there are several um, rows of shelves kind of standing in the center of it that are wooden lining from wall to uh, just a few feet away from you and you see in the far corner um, you see a woman standing behind the counter uh, with long curled brown hair uh, and cyan blue eyes uh, very fair nice skin um, fancier than normal clothing nothing uh, you know nothing too fancy but just fancier than the normal townsfolk that you've seen around um, there's a large gold chain around her neck that descends down into her uh, into her dress uh, and she looks up at all of you um, hello uh, how can I help you welcome to Alistair's Nook Uh, my first time in here. Uh, nice to meet you. My name is Marcus. Uh, Gwendolyn, and she extends her hand. Yeah, shake her hand very nicely and gently. It's my good friend Dandelion. Hello. Hello, Dandelion. Uh, Dandelion is looking to purchase a very specific item. Do you have okay. uh, mirrors by chance? We do have small hand mirrors. Uh, just give me a moment, and she walks her way out from behind the counter and walks over to one of the aisles and just kind of thinks for a moment and she uh, grabs a large tray off of one of them and brings them back and sets them on the counter. Uh, this is what we've got uh, in stock at the moment. You see there are some small, completely silver mirrors. Uh, there's one that looks to be made of brass. There's a couple wooden ones that have things inlaid into it um, with, with various like little carvings and things. Nothing that looks like your mirror that you're looking for. I thought my drawing... That. It's a beautiful mirror. Sorry, we don't have anything that ornate. Again, it's like a crown. Yeah, <laughs> but still, <laughs> you can. There's enough detail that it's yeah. it's significantly more. We've been told that it probably has some kind of elvish construction. Would you know anything about that? Um, not too familiar with uh, with elvish work. Uh, there's not too many elves in. Uh, Lake Mount in particular. Uh, Not too many? It's mostly humans here. Um, the only one that I can think of is uh, there's Lilac, uh, who works at the Knitted Tailor, uh, and uh, Saria, that owns um, Lake Mount Leathers. Everyone else is human. What was the second person's name? Saria. Uh, Saria. Not too familiar with uh, elvish crafting. We don't. Um, I don't import too much. Uh, I try to make the things that I can. I, you know, purchase the the glass for the mirrors and and some of the more ornate ones. But the the wooden ones, my daughter and I make ourselves. Uh, How tall is this lady? Uh, she is. She look human. Yeah, she's yeah definitely human. So does she look older? Yeah. In the face, then I'm assuming because. Yeah, it's it's fair skin in the sense that like it's it's yeah complexion, complexion for color wise, sure, yeah. but like you know wrinkles, older yeah, woman definitely looking wrinkles, skin. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just not too many like blemishes or anything, but she is definitely old. Fair. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I can't be of more help. Is there anything else that you might be looking for? Any of you? I'm just gonna kind of peruse the shop. Sure. Peruse. Yeah, you walk General around. goods, right? Mm-hmm. General goods. You know, nothing crazy jumps out at you that looks to be fairly normal um, things that 
you know, general townsfolk would need. There's pestle and mortars and uh, various different sizes of bowls and things, different vials and stuff that are around. Uh, there's some, you know, a, a couple... Uh, like traveling cloaks and things, uh, fur-lined, some that are not fur-lined, you know, various colors and things. Nothing uh, in, the, in the realm of clothing, since there is a tailor in the town. Um, mm -hmm. But just kind of general adventuring and general gear. Okay. No jewelry or anything like that? Uh, there's some small, like, crafted jewelry, very simplistic. Nothing that's, like, super fancy. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty, um, like mid to low end stuff there's uh you know small like golden beads on on uh like thin string stuff like that no real like gemstones or anything like that are there any like knickknacks or oh, yeah. trinkets yeah there's a whole section of little oh, yeah. little like carved figurines <laughs> and, and shiny like uh stones that have been kind of shined smooth from like that looks to be like beach stones and stuff like that river stones I'd like to grab some and just bring them to the front. Sure. Put them follow, down. Follow Twig over to the trinkets. What, sure. What would you like for these? I'll pull out a bag of ball bearings. Okay. I have this. Uh, sure. You wouldn't want to trade them? Yes. Sure, I suppose so. I, yes, I'm sure I can find something to do with those or resell them for the, for the trinkets that you've collected here. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, you, you grab like several little carved wooden figurines and these like really smooth shiny rocks. I'd like to show them to Mr. Pigeon. <laughs> I'll, I'll glance at them and nod and smile. I'm gonna offer him one. What is it? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> is it a, I mean, like, is, it, is, is it a rock? Or is it a rock? <laughs> yeah, it's a small little vial that's got like a liquid around the edges that's white, and you tip it over, and it runs down into the cap and disappears. Nope. Small little like gallon of milk. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'll poke it back. I'll look disappointed and walk away. <laughs> uh, Gwendolyn. Uh, yes. Uh, I um. I'm afraid I won't be able to gather all of your normal order for this time of year. I will be leaving town on a bit of business. Um, okay. Uh, it's possible that I have some amount of the order left over at the shop. I can gather it and uh, and leave it there. And sure. tend to leave the, the keys with Nolan. Perhaps uh, you could pick it up. Thank you. I'm My, still searching for the candles anyway. I yes, I apologize for not having gotten to it yet. It's all right. Uh, these things happened. Can't be helped. She just kind of smiles, uh, like, meekly at you. As, uh, appreciate it anyway. Yes. When, uh, when I hear them mention the candles, I'll, I'll look to you and point at them and then, like, go like that. Didn't, I didn't hear what was <laughs> Can Candles. Candles? She's looking for candles. We know a guy. We yeah, know no. From Are the you... circus. He makes candles. Oh, you, there's someone at the circus that makes candles? Mm -hmm. That'd be lovely. Um, I'll have to head over there this evening. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. My normal merchant that comes through uh, didn't make it this year, so been on the lookout for them. Yeah, you won't miss him. Big dragon. A, a dragon? Yes. Okay. 
can't say I've seen a dragon before, but I... Big, spiky, scaly. Yeah, I, I know the general <laughs> concept yeah. of what a dragon looks like. He's a nice guy. Okay, uh, well... Sure, a dragon that makes candles. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, thank you very much. Lovely, lovely folk. <laughs> she looked like really uncomfortable. Yeah, she's just kind of like anxiously kind of rubbing her hands together. I want to also buy like a little, like carved figurine of some sort. Sure. What in? Are, are you looking for an animal for a uh, like a, a person? Um, just something that I would find unusual and charming. I don't know what specifically. Like a maybe an animal. Sure. Is there any animal you think of in particular? Frog, perhaps? Something I wouldn't find where I'm from. Okay. Uh, So probably not a frog. Probably not a frog. Um, Any, like, strange, like, birds or... Yeah, I was going to say, like, a large large bird with, like, like sharp... Like a or something like that. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really long legs, Mm -hmm. legs and just kind of round orb shaped mm-hmm. body and two little like stick things sticking up with uh that form into like a, a weird looking beak out of like some copper wire very strange looking i will buy that uh, be two copper thank you very much can i help anyone else with anything in particular uh <laughs> he's got a list <laughs> you've opened the door for me Don. <laughs> You have the helm of scary eyes and mm-hmm. cloak of billow. Ah, uh, no, <laughs> nothing so nefarious, Don. These are all innocent trinkets. Of course, of course that went combined. <laughs> oh my god, it's like the five. It's like the five pieces of fucking Exodia, and I'm mm-hmm. giving it to him in the third episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need fish bones? Because I didn't keep mine. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. Thank you, though. He took them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I swear to God, if it's like a spell component down the line. Right? <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Just go fish. It's fine. Mm-hmm. There's definitely fish everywhere else. Alright, let me do my math. Oh, if fuck. anyone else is still buying things. Yeah, I mean, if nothing jumps out at me, I wouldn't buy anything. Okay, sure. Yeah, if if you're not looking for anything in particular. Nope. Yeah, she just uh, kind of stands and, like, anxiously just twirls at the golden chain around her neck as she just kind of looks at all of you as you peruse the store. Mm -hmm. Mm. Do they have any, like, dolls? Yeah, sure. I'd like to drag Mr. Pigeon to the dolls. <laughs> yeah, you see that there are some dolls that have like some like straw and floral hair that are kind of sewn together. It's it's basically just like a like a um, like a sack that's kind of been tied into a doll shape with a like a sewn dress and some some floral hair. <laughs> Do you want a baby, Mr. Pigeon? <laughs> I'll grab it and take it to the front. I'll take it now. I'll ignore him. I'd like to buy this. Of of course, uh, that's uh, two copper. I'll pull out a bell. A a what? A bell. Oh, a bell. (laughs) What? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Of 
course. I'll give the doll to Mr. Pigeon. You hand over a bell and have this scary straw doll with, like, just big black eyes. No pupils. I'm going to turn to the fourth. There's, there's, I'm going to try to whisper. Does she know Does she? Does she know what currency is? Or? I have no so idea. I'm looking at the doll. And just... I'll walk away. Okay. Put it in sleeve. You're just left. <laughs> you're just left standing there. Hold this doll, and you just open your sleeve, put it in. It cinches closed over your arms. <laughs> and she just kind of looks and continues to twirl the necklace as she just as watches you just insert this doll into your sleeves and begin walking around the store again. Is it clearly still there, or is it gone? No, it's it's definitely still there. Okay. I did not even bag of holding sleeves. Okay, <laughs> just wondering. God, those are too expensive. But did you give him a bag of holding inside of the sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> the sack of vanishing. It's like a pocket of holding. Yeah. And it's just inside the sleeve. Yeah, it fits one doll and some balloons. <laughs> it's easy. It's just woo. I mean, once we can afford a bag of holding, I think we know where it's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> into the sleeves. <laughs> You're going to have to get yeah, somebody to custom make... Yeah, we'll have to find a tailor. <laughs> yeah, to custom make just a single bag of holding that wraps around your back and just <laughs> has arms. You can just open your sleeves and shoot stuff out. It's gonna, we're going to make Iron Man. For Spider-Man. That's not how Iron Man... Shoot stuff out of his hands. It's fine. That's Spider-Man. Yeah. Exactly like I think Spider-Man is closer to... Yeah. yeah, Tony was a clown, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate the business. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. What are you... Oh, my God. It's fine. What it's are you doing? List. It's fine. He's been given 10 gold. I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta use it. Mm-hmm. Never know when you're gonna get another opportunity like this. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. You never know when you're gonna get another opportunity like this. <laughs> Tomorrow's not a guarantee. I really do appreciate the knowledge about the candles. Uh, now that I think about it, is there any extra parchment? Yeah, absolutely. And ink? Mm-hmm. Could be an extra quill. Gather yeah, some some, of some basic inks and, and parchment and stuff. Huh? It'll be a, a gold for all of that. Sure thing. Thank you. Of course, thank you very much. Uh, you uh, write a lot. Pardon me. <laughs> God, it's so loud. What is? Oh, it's the it's the thing. I gotta empty it later. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a map. Oh, of uh, of Lake Mount, for Nolan, perhaps. A bit more. Then, Larger. Okay, well, that's uh, great. I guess you'll need a lot of ink and paper then. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have more if you, uh, you know, once you've mapped and if you'd like to come back, I'm sure I can procure some, some more for you. Thank you. Of course. Appreciate it. Happy to help. Uh, sir, I see you've collected a large number of uh-huh. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure my prices are correct. Mm-hmm. I hope you give that doll a wonderful hum, my dear. Mm-hmm. Nod. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, that, you're out well. oh, that was the worst possible. Yeah. 
Oh. Can't move your hand now. No, I can't. It's just, it's so much worse than like that funny bone pain. Mm-hmm. It's just right in between. John, or how are you not done? So you're, you're looking for a, a mirror? You have that drawing? Is yeah. it for a, a gift for someone? Kind of. It's very nice of you. Uh, traveling around to try to find it in various stores. You're not from Lake Mount, I don't think. Nope. Where are you from? Somewhere else. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, you, sir, with the arm full, of, arm full of goods. Huh. Uh, well, I would like a bell, a blanket, a block and tackle, a bucket, ten foot of chain, ten pieces of chalk, a grappling hook, a small hammer, a healer's kit, manacles, five tinctures of oil, and a whistle, please. <laughs> We've just gotten a bell in stock. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we have all of those other things. I might have to uh, outsource the chain. But the rest of the things we have... Uh, Fantastic. And let me see if I have some stuff in uh, my private selection. Oh, uh, <laughs> madam. <laughs> Can I browse your wares? The preferred collection. <laughs> <laughs> just the chain of manacles come yeah. from the back. They're lightly used. I'll give you a deal. <laughs> Uh, she's just peeling pink, oh. pink fur off of them. <laughs> uh-huh. you Thanks. Oh, you're very welcome. I'll hand over the correct amount of money as I do the math. Sure. That's fine. I trust your math. Yeah. Uh, thank you again for the business. Is there anything else that I can uh, do for any of you? Just gonna like take a mental note of things I might need to grab from home. <laughs> Fair. She just continues to just spin the the golden chain around her neck. Cool. Give her 19 gold and 3 silver. Thank you very much. That's a lot of stuff. Uh huh. That's a lovely. There's a campaign to derail here. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's a uh, locket. Where did you get it? My husband gave it to me. It's very nice. Stores named after him. Alistair. Oh. A gift from long ago. So he just kind of like trails off and looks like past you. He just kind of mindlessly spins at it. Just gonna kind of frown a little bit and back away. Terribly sorry. Um, uh, did you need anything else? Uh, d- Spaced out for a moment there. No, no, I'm I'm fine. I don't know about this one. Gesture, it, Marcus. Quite busy putting all of my things away. <laughs> and she realizes you were inquiring about the locket, and she just kind of like holds it up for you to see. It's just a, a small gold locket on this thin golden chain. It is very some beautiful. Some you know, intricate designs carved into the front of it, and you see there's a small clasp. I notice anything special about the design? No, it just looks to be uh, fairly fancy, fancier than any of the things in here, for sure. Um, there's some small little stones on, like, the edges of the, the, like, little wispy golden bits that go off of the sides. The filigree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it looks to be very nice. 
kind of observe it and mm -hmm. nod. Well, if everyone has all that they need, perhaps we could. I got this bird. Continue on to our next destination. As a couple of us need to make it back in time to prepare for the show. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Of course, have a lovely day. Let me know if you need anything else. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you there if you're going to the show. I'll be there to pick up my candles later. I'll be sure to, uh, as I gather my things for my trip, I'll make sure that I get what I have available for you. Thank you very much, together. Shay. Appreciate that. Um, how many sheets of paper would you say that I got? Uh, just like a stack of them. Yeah, it's it's not like you don't have like a binder full of them, but okay, it's but you know decent it's, amount. It's probably like ten pieces. Ten pieces. Yeah. Okay, you guys make your way back out of the shop and into the beautiful day again. It's only been about you know twenty five thirty minutes that you've been chatting and doing your shopping. Uh, anything else? Where are you guys headed? Before I leave, I'm gonna give her one more silver and get ten iron spikes. <laughs> sure. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Of course. Going adventuring, are we? You could say that, uh, an adventurous man. It's very exciting. Yes. It's uh, not anything I've done in a long time. I've been here quite a while. Yes, uh, some time I hear. Uh, You're all still in here for clarity. This is before you would have left. Do you quite like it time. here in Lake Mount? I do. Um, it's very relaxing. It's a quite a calming, rewarding life. Uh, not too many bad memories or reminders of. Were you fleeing bad memories? Um. Uh, not much for the city life. Uh, I grew up in Greymore, to a fairly wealthy family, but. The privileged life comes with its own struggles. Yes, discomforts. Indeed. Things that you don't see on a normal basis that strike you as odd. and Some things that you might be asked to do that you otherwise might not have intended to do? Not necessarily. Simply uh, things that you see in the seedier parts of town as you're traveling through. Forgive me, I'm not from Greymoor. I'm from a small farming village. I don't really know what you mean when you say the seedier parts of town. I would associate that quite literally with seeds. Oh, um, no, there are with it being such a large city there are nicer areas and there are areas that are less nice? Less nice and full of, uh, less, less savory types. Criminals? Yes. Is there no system of justice in Greymore? There is, but it doesn't stop criminals from being criminals, and... Does it not? People take risks. And are those people not then brought to justice in Greymore? Well, some are, but it's a large city. Not, not all are caught? So much. I wouldn't think so. I'm not too familiar with, you know, the complete justice system of Greymore, but... Being a, you know, a fairly wealthy family would certainly target it if I were to walk alone. 
Targeted. Yes, for my jewellery and things. Oh. So I'm not a fan of cities. I prefer the quieter life. Um, small things. Small things. Mm -hmm. Small trinkets and carvings. Uh, weaving flowers together. And you said many of your trinkets are made by you and your daughter? Uh, yes, Charlotte. Uh, is your daughter working this day? Uh, she is. She's out uh, gathering some smaller bits of flowers and bark from the woodcutters. From the woodcutters? Mm-hmm. Where is this shop again? I am quite new to Lake Mount. It's uh, just north of here. Uh, it's 18 on the map. Woodcutters? Yeah. I would uh, love to meet your daughter, ma'am. Sure, she'll be with me later at the carnival. At the carnival? Lovely. Mm hmm. Yes, we have to pick up those candles. And you said that her name is. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm. Yes, sir. Uh, must get the candles, and she just twirls at the necklace again. Very good. A gift from your husband, you said? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, my late husband, Alistair. I am sorry for your loss, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, these things happen. He was a wonderful man. These things? Was he ill? No, uh, he uh, drowned, um, swept away by the river, frequently went on picnics north of here, and, uh... North... You just enjoyed the, enjoyed the sounds of the river? Yes, Peaceful. we enjoyed sitting among the fields and enjoying the sound of the water. And we wanted to show Charlotte that same quality of life that we'd become accustomed to. The quiet and lack of people. Just the simple silence of the sounds of nature. Always relaxing. When I go to Greymore, ma'am, would I be able to send a letter for you on behalf of you for your parents if you would like to have any contact to them? Uh, sure, I suppose I was going to give it to the mail caravan. Um, oh, there's a mail caravan in Lake Mouth. Uh, yes, it travels around the kingdom. Um, oh, no mind then. All right. Understood. It's not sure how often you as a shop owner have much chance to leave Lake Mount? I, I don't leave too much. Um, things to do here, a little bit busier with Alistair's passing, of course, but um, I like the work. It keeps me grounded. Do you find you're able to manage the shop, just you and Charlotte? Yes, we don't get a crazy amount of business. We're able to you know, purchase the things we need, make the things that we need to do. Don't have a ton of free time, but uh, I find that the you know the act of us making the trinkets together and running the shop is helpful to bond. Yes, it's uh, it's good to have a family business. It is. It's a nice, quiet life. I do enjoy it. Do you go into the forest much still? Oh no, not anymore. Do not you since miss the it? Flood. 
I miss the festivals. Alistair did love them so. Um, we did have a few after his passing before the forest flooded, but um, we don't pay much mind to it now. It's too treacherous, and the areas in which we had all those festivals are now flooded with water and unusable. But he was always so, so good with the children and so good with Charlotte and he was a good man. I miss him terribly. I am again sorry for your loss, ma'am. Appreciate that. It's a tragedy, but life goes on as much as I wish it would go on differently. I'm content with what I have. If I didn't have Charlotte, I'm not sure where I would go or what I would do, but she is a splitting image of her father and just as kind. By chance was your daughter Charlotte friends with the tall girl? She was, yes. Quite similar in age? Indeed. Uh, yes, she would have been the same age this year. Or she would have been year a year younger. Year, yeah, year younger. Mm -hmm. Played very frequently, yes. Seems there are many losses here in Lake Mountain. Comes to people who do not seem to deserve it at all. I wish good things would happen to good people, but seems as though sometimes they do and sometimes they don't it's it's not a sum of the actions in what you do in life it seems uh, she just kind of like straightens herself and smiles up but it's a good life all the same and the people here are very nice they seem so so far indeed thank you ma'am of course I will see you at the festival. Indeed. Circus. Festival circus. Mm -hmm. Have a lovely day. Mm -hmm. You do the same. Thank you for your purchases. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the bird. No problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you guys walk out of the shop back into Lake Mount proper. Mm -hmm. Where are we headed? You want to go to the fishery? I would love to go to the fishery. <laughs> Alone or with us? I mean, we can all go. Oh. Sure. So you guys make your way through the uh, the rest of the town and up the uh, left path out of the town towards this lake um, where you pass the large uh, wooden watchtower that looks out across the lake and across the river, river over no to... Wiver. Uh, wiver. No river. <laughs> I'm going on a picnic with my wiver. <laughs> Um, that looks to the western side out of Lake Mount and you make your way to the uh, fishery building where you can see that there are, are uh, several docks that extend out into the water and you see uh, Val standing on one of them uh, just rod in the water. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> rod in hand. Yeah, rod in hand. And he is uh, fishing and you walk up and he hears you approach and he turns around uh Hello, friends. Uh, What's this dude look like? Uh, so he is an uh, older black human male uh, with white and gray frizzled hair. He's 
got a gray mustache, uh, and he's got green, like, worker's overalls underneath a black, like, leather-looking jacket. Uh, and he's got some black boots that appear to be well-worn, but are, are uh, as if, they look as if they're fairly well-cared for, and he looks to be in, a, in his 70s. And you see on the dock next to him is this large, orange, fluffy cat just sitting tail wrapped around itself, just, like, slowly batting back and forth as the rod and the, uh, the, uh, the bobber floats in the mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. That's the word I'm looking for. Not a fisherman. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, how can I help you today? Uh, it's good to meet you, sir. I'm new in town. I've been enjoying the fish served at the Silver Leaf Inn and wanted to pay my respects to the kind man who gathers them for the town. Oh, well, thank you very much. I spoke with a couple of your companions uh, the other night, uh, last night during the during the festival. Did you? We did. Good people. Yes, all of you seem very nice. Uh, only no Shay, of course, but you lovely carnival folk passing through, but uh, I'm not familiar with the three of you aside from the brief conversation we had and uh, brief passing in the inn when I dropped off fish for Joseph, but uh, glad you enjoy what I catch. The lake is bountiful for sure, full of fish. I do my small part to help. Do you have anyone who assists you? Oh, just me and the wife. And he just kind of slaps the boat on the edge of the dock. Pardon me? Sorry, it's a small joke. Uh, I named this uh, boat that I use after my late wife, uh, Adeline. But no, as far as uh, other live people know, it's just me uh, out here. Me and me and Snuffles. Points at the cat. <laughs> Does Snuffles look nice? Yeah, Snuffles looks super friendly. Yeah, I'm just like go. a big fluffy cat. Garfield. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically Garfield. Have I totally ever seen gonna a cat get in before? there. <laughs> what? Have I ever seen a cat before? Probably not. Giving him the smoog treatment. <laughs> yeah, you walk over just, <laughs> and just begin just fluffing uh-huh. this cat. The cat's just like purring and just kind of rolls on the <laughs> side. The tail's just slipping <laughs> back and forth and kind of dipping into the water off of the dock. Cat's having a great time. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stare at the cat. Yeah, you watch as Shay just, just pets this cat aggressively and plays with it as it just purrs loudly and rolls around it's on the dock. It's just It's basically smog. It's, it's basically smog. big orange. Smog. Big orange smog. I'm just gonna look at the cat and then look back at Twig and then look at the cat and then just, I'm just gonna keep doing this for like a minute. I'll do the same. <laughs> <laughs> He's very friendly, Dandelion. If you'd like to come over here. Sure, yeah, you walk over and you just begin petting this cat as it just purrs and it just reaches out with its hand and just like smacks against your hand yes. lightly as you're petting it. Uh, is there anything else I can uh, do for you? Uh, I did have a question for you. 
Sure. Uh, uh, the initials WB mean anything to you? Should they? I'm not sure. Where might you have uh, come across these initials there, my boy? I'll just smile. In the bog. Well, I'm looking into an incident, actually. Oh? Came across uh, the old well. Did you now? Yes. <sighs> come on in. If you want to... To the lake? No. The water's fine. Put on a kettle of tea, if that's all right with y'all. Your thing. Mm -hmm. I love tea. All right. Begins walking up the dock towards this small stone house that sits on this little hill at the edge of this lake. Mm -hmm. um, we'll also give you the name of this lake. Uh, you see there's a small sign that says Fisherman's Hollow. Cool. And he walks up and pushes open this, like, red wooden door with a small uh, window looking over the lake and walks inside, and you enter into a small kitchen, and he beckons you to several seats at a table. Uh, I'll sit down. Be mm -hmm. right with you. He just begins filling up a, a kettle and starts putting the water on and lights the fire under it and begins boiling, and he walks over and sits down. So you uh, made your way into the, to the old well, then. Indeed we did. How's she looking? Not been there in a long time. Probably not as you left it. Certainly not. No? When was the last time you were there? Thirty years ago. Yes, probably not as you left it. Mm. Well, wasn't sure if, you know, people had made their way down there. Did you leave it padlocked? Uh, no, not padlocked. There's... Not a door on it that I can recall. Just an open... It was just a well. Just stones, wood, roof. No grate? No. Thank you very much for the bits, Canadian Ancient Gamer. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, no grate. Someone else must have been using it for something else. All the ale still down there? Uh, no. Oh, look at Marcus. <laughs> oh. No, it has festered and rotted. And I destroyed it. Fair enough. I suppose you were smuggling on behalf of someone before Amber Hill was brought into Fjordane's control? Yeah, and he just kind of leans back in his chair and just smiles and stretches. Uh, yeah, I did tell y'all that you know, yes, the ales had, weren't so good before. Not very good at all, and bringing in ales from Arbor was uh, severely frowned upon in the ways that we did it, of course, to avoid the taxes and tariffs placed on it by the Crown. So, and uh, Fjordane's finest would not have uh, liked it too much if we took their business Knowingly, anyway. Well, there were casks of both companies. Well, of course, we had to switch them out. We couldn't bring Arbor Ale into the kingdom and give it to the tavern owners. They'd have been harassed by Fjordan's finest, but... Very good. We switched out the barrels and Locked made our them. own. Yeah. Swapped them out. 
uh, me and my partner, uh, WB, the initials that you pointed out, uh, uh, Will, Be- uh, Will Bennett, grew up together. Where is Will now? He's uh same place as my wife is. Sorry to hear that. How long ago? Thirty years. Is that why you got out of the business? It is indeed. We came across our fair share of trouble in our time, but nothing as bad as the last incident. Wanted to settle down after that with Adelaide. Adeline, sorry. Incident? Some men stopped us on the border. Not guards. Hooded men. I managed to escape. Will was not so lucky. Didn't see their faces, but... Never forget the, uh... Weird little doodad they had on their jackets. Doodad? Yeah, strange symbol, a gilded mask. Pull up a picture so I can describe it more accurately. Gilded meaning gold? Yeah, a golden thread. Like a, like a, like a carnival mask. Just uh, covering the eyes. Oh, it was on their faces? No, it was uh, inscribed into their into their cloaks. They had silver hoods. How many of these men? About fifteen. Too many for us, for sure. Quite a lot. How did you make it away? Well, to be honest, I had stepped out of the caravan to pee in the woods. <laughs> And, uh, Subtle. <laughs> was going to run to catch up to Will and meet him on the other side of the border. And I came back and saw the men from a distance and watched as they slid his throat. Never forget the moonlight shining down. You were crossing at night? We always did, easier that way. Not too many guards on the border. At night, a lot easier to cross. You only have to usually bribe one or two if there are any at the crossings. Around where did you cross, sir? And we crossed at the southern bridge, just above Number Lake one? Uh, yeah, Brandywine Bridge. Occasionally we'd cross at the more northern one. Just a quiet inlet crossing. Number two. Mm-hmm. Ferry this stuff over. And we found the old well had dried up and figured it was a good place to stash it at the bottom. Saw that it had been cracked into a cave system and hollowed it out ourselves and stashed the stuff down there. It meant we could haul more over to our... Uh, partners on the other side would come pick it up so you retrieved ale from amber hill 
Traveled south. We did. Along the land. Mm hmm. Always at night. How long of a journey is it to Amber Hill, sir? It's a few days' ride. And you did this simply for a love of ale or for the money? A little, a little of this, a little of that. It's a. Let's just say it's something I grew up doing. Finding yeah. my own way and ways to make coin and a bit of a love of ale. The ale's that bad, it's understandable. The Fjordanian ale was complete and utter trash. So there's plenty of coin to be made at the time, not anymore, now that they own Amber Hill. So I guess it's good I got out when I did. Where did you grow up? Uh, in Amber Hill. So you're familiar with the area? I am as familiar as one could be growing up in an orphanage. And you said you grew up with Mr. Bennett then? Well, sort of. He was uh, on the other side of the aisle. He didn't grow up in the orphanage, but he was a member of uh, a family that we helped. Helped with the sale of ale? Among other things, uh, us kids were mostly running letters back and forth between some of the families there, but... Couriers. For the most part. Owner of the orphanage had to keep it open somehow. The owner of the orphanage employed you to do these things. She did. Treated us well. He just leans back and he stands and goes and fetches the tea and mm -hmm. sets it down in front of all of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big Marge. <laughs> Skinny as a rail. But she could throw down like any man I've ever met. Strong woman. But she, uh, had the kids run letters back and forth till she passed. The orphanage closed. That's when I became better friends with Will, the Bennett family. How old were you when the orphanage closed? Sixteen. It's where I met Adeline, too. Where or when? When. When. Yeah. It's like I where? I also heard where. I was like, at the orphanage? <laughs> at the <laughs> orphanage or where Marge died? <laughs> she, at Marge's funeral. <laughs> like, damn, she looks good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew. I'm so, <laughs> right? I'm so sad, but damn. <laughs> Big Marge would be proud of me. <laughs> I've lived my whole life that way. Working for different people? Now working for yourself? Now I work for myself, but uh, worked for the Bennett family for a while until uh, 
some things came down on them. Things? Like Prison. bad weather? Prison. Yeah, I spent a little bit of time inside. Prison? In, Not as long as them. In Greymore or? In Amber Hill. Prison in Amber Hill. A, a jail. Not too large of a prison. And I haven't seen them since. Just will. Most of them have been in there. Suppose they're still in there, I don't know. Well, you're quite old. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Lived a damn long life. A lot of different hats I've worn. Is he wearing a hat? No. <laughs> <laughs> One of those fishermen's hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just pulled down over his hair. Valentine the hatless. <laughs> I want to cast Silent Image. Give him a hat. Okay, yeah. You see a, a big hat, small hat? It's like a fez. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> uh, as he's sitting, you just watch as a fez just appears on the top of his large, frizzy hair. I would for sure giggle. Something funny? Forgive my friend. She's. Just kind of. Oh. Yes, she. Uh, that is funny. <laughs> a bit about hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got you. I understand. It's a uh, big fan of pranks myself. <laughs> you know, uh, as you would imagine, kids in an orphanage, uh, pranks vary from innocent things to. More less innocent. Less innocent, more dangerous. <laughs> uh-huh. We uh, did almost uh, drown a kid by accident at one point. Uh, he's fine. He lit. <laughs> we strangled him under the water. <laughs> I just love you so much. That doesn't sound very I'm fun. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we, we didn't mean to drown him. We, you know, we were all swimming. Didn't mean to drown him. He we, drowned? We pushed him in, didn't realize he could not swim. Uh, we thought he was kidding. He was not. Uh, we we got him out. He was fine. Fished him out. Fished him out. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Fishing jokes. Yes, it's very good. What was it the Bennett family was caught for? That implicated you. Uh, well, um. Ah, well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it the ah, well? Excuse me. <laughs> no. Uh... TJ, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they were into the uh, forgery business. The, the Bennets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did what I had always done for a time. I was a courier for them and got caught up in it. Didn't get nearly as long a sentence, but I was there when it came down, so I was thrown in with them. What were they forging? Various documents for people. Yes. But what were they forging that landed them so much time oh well uh different land deeds and things for somebody out west that were trying to uh take over one of the farms and argue that it was theirs and people especially the crown doesn't like when you try to take what's theirs makes sense yeah but, um, 
Yeah. It's, uh... I'm glad that the ale at least survived as long as it did. I wasn't sure. I had hoped that no... No kids had gotten down there and gotten into it or anything, but... Said that if there was a locked grate on it, I can't imagine what that was used for. If it still had the ale there, but... We, we found creatures down there. They were not nice. Someone was making them. Hmm. Well, that doesn't sound very good at all. They danced. They... okay. Uh, certainly not a prank, then. Uh, it, it has been addressed, though. I'm glad to hear that. That's, uh, that's wonderful. But, uh, yeah, when that job went bad, I retired and moved here with Adeline. Looked for a bit of a quiet life and took over for the old fisherman. Did she also work with the Bennett family? You could say that. Uh, she was one. Very good. It's where I met her. Where I fell in love with her. Way out of my league. You said she passed away? She did seven years ago. I am sorry to hear, sir. It's alright. She was old as dirt. Same as me. Older, even. Peaceful passing on? Yeah. She passed in her sleep. In the lake. <laughs> it's a prank. She drowned. I didn't realize she couldn't swim. After all these years, Adeline, what were I you I thought doing? she was kidding. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, very peacefully. You and your wife, uh, just the two of you? Just the two of us. No, uh, no kids. Just... Snuffles is kind of like my child, and he just kind of ruffles the head of this cat that's just marching under the table. Mm -hmm. Just going from person to person. Mm -hmm. I touch yeah, his tail every time he walks past me. Just bothering all of you. <laughs> no bothering. Just rubbing against your legs, trying to get food. I'm about it. Yeah. Have we been given food that I can give to this cat? Yeah, there's some little small things on the table. Put some tea on my finger. Just, he just laps it off of your finger. Purrs very loudly and continues making the rounds. Good. <laughs> Good thing I didn't bring the frog with me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, crazy that we found that old cave and Will and I dug out some of the areas ourselves and we had a lot of ale down there at various points over the years. I'll pull some of the wine out of my bag, one of the bottles. From down there? Oh my god. Haven't seen this in so long. Did you all like some? It's damn, damn good. <laughs> so ah! <I> should... <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go pill the on you. You got more? <laughs> nope, nope, not, definitely don't have another bottle. Uh, yes, uh, I'd like to try some. Sure. Pops the cork off of the bottle and grabs several. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll be right back. Snort it? Just chucks it. Just give me a moment. <laughs> a good clean red. Uh, now he grabs several glasses from the top and pours a little bit uh, for all of you and passes it around. Mm-hmm. And just kind of spins it around and smells it. I haven't smelled ale like this in a long time. Or uh, wine like this in a long time. <laughs> what color is it? It's red. It is red? Yeah, it's like a like a plum color almost. Plum? Okay. Yeah. I will drink this wine. Yeah. It's, it? I mean, it tastes, tastes like wine. But it's, it's, it's it aged, wine? so I mean, it's pretty good. Is it what? Plum wine? Uh, not necessarily. There's a bunch okay. of different flavors in there. It's just plum colored. What do you suppose that this is worth? Uh, depends. Uh, it's been down there at least there the past 30 or... years. Yeah. If not longer. Probably 25 gold for the bottle, I'd guess. It's an expensive drink. It is indeed, but it's been sitting down there a long time. <laughs> <laughs> He just tips another glass for himself. Oh, this brings back memories of the good old days. Does it taste absolutely delicious? It's really good, yeah. It's it's very good wine. It's it's better than the one that Joseph pulled out from uh, the other night when you guys were celebrating. Where did you say you got this? Uh, Amber Hill. Amber Hill? Mm. Mr. Carhart? Uh, yes. Did you have any other associates who assisted you in your operation in the forest? Uh, Plim Ferris had just purchased it. Oh, uh, yeah, I did not know that, but, um, we, uh, we had somebody that picked it up on the other side and took it to the various places on the other end for it to be delivered. We simply ferried it over going the border. Going east, do you mean? Yeah, going east. Okay. Yeah. We would also travel south occasionally on trips to uh, to take it in, across the border into the other towns. On the, on but the, the Plimfares do not know. No, they did not at all. Mm-mm. And Gwendolyn has never been told? Uh, not that I know of. I, she might have known, but that well was a, you know, a bit out of the way from everything else and had dried up so we figured it was a good place to use it nobody was going to go looking still horrible what happened to Will yes silver hoods black cloaks and gold masks yeah gold insignia of a mask on their chest yeah You've never seen them again? I've not, no. Hmm. Yet they knew to hunt Will and you. I guess so. They knew about us, even if we didn't know about them. Uh, I know the organization, the Gilded Mask, but I don't know what they do or who they are. What do you mean, the organization? Well, it's a band of criminals but I don't know what they do I simply know who they are and who are they criminals <laughs> band of t- criminals <laughs> it's a, it's a, sound like killers mm-hmm. 
I guess they sound sounds like they yeah. slit your friend's throat in the yeah. night. Like, yeah. I, I don't holy know. shit. I don't know why they killed Will. I don't know if he had some... 15 seems a lot for just two of you. Mm-hmm. Seems a bit... Pardon my, my language, but overkill. I, I, I don't know if Will had a debt to be paid. He was a, a, a Bennett, so it's possible that it has ties to his family somehow, but I'm... Very lucky to be alive. You doubt it was over the ale or the wine? I mean, they took it, but I doubt it. Why not come after Adeline, then, if they're interested in something associated with the family? I don't know. She wasn't really, uh... Involved in your business with her brother? Yeah, she was... Not like me. She was kind and... Not a criminal. Just in a, in a criminal family. <laughs> kind of not a criminal. Definitely not a criminal. What, what, what can you ask? Oh, what horrible crimes did she do? <laughs> I promise she wasn't a criminal. <laughs> she drowned that boy in the lake the next day. <laughs> I finished what they started. <laughs> a cleaner. <laughs> no, uh, she's, uh, yeah. what did she do then, sir? Crimes. <laughs> she just existed, made me happy. That's not it. I'm out here smuggling animals and coming home to a happy lady. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> she's a wonderful cook. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, a wonderful cook. Mm. And still not it. <laughs> Your recovery game is really strong. Yeah, I don't know why it did that twice. That was weird. I, I pressed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. We're ending and then hit the end button. But gotcha. No, uh, no I, she grew up as part of a family of criminals, but wasn't one herself. Jobless. <laughs> Useless. Questions Useless. don't make Question <laughs> Made Val happy? <laughs> right? Uh, not a criminal. Not Yeah, not <laughs> criminal. In quotes. Question yeah. mark? <laughs> quote, quote. Mm-hmm. And she never... She never helped you with fishing? Well, she did from time to time. She, uh... She would push me into the water a couple times. She is a killer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she she helped out around here. Um, with the fishing and, and preparing of the fish for, you know, those that wanted it. We would give some out to the kids whenever they'd run by. <laughs> It just I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just thought you meant like she just puts dresses on the fish. She just puts little fucking skirts on the fish and just gives them to children. She insane does Trish is fucking like absolutely insane. But she's not a criminal. She's not a criminal. She's just fucking just, here insane. You go. Dresses. <laughs> No, she uh, prepared the to fish. prepare the fish and give it to the kids of the town. <laughs> <laughs> like cooked. 
You should just start roll She just fish. throw roll fish again. Here you go, idiot. <laughs> I love this lady, dude. Why is she dead? You've broken my heart. I gotta bring her back. Yeah, we gotta bring her back, 100%. Uh, New campaign goal. <laughs> Resurrect Adeline. Where are the bones? Yeah, right? We gotta find her. Where, where did you bury her? Yeah, we buried, man. There's gotta be a graveyard, right, Shane? Oh, no. Lord. No? I wouldn't know. It's not that big. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a town. Is there a graveyard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A yard full of graves. Mm-hmm. Perfect. The forgeries that she assisted with, you said it was with families to the west of Amber Hill? Well, all over. Fjordane and some for Arbor even, but... Trying to make purchases in Amber Hill. Mm-hmm. You had false documents and things for but smuggling would, purposes. But the families who would own the land that they would make the forgeries for, would they not contest sale of their land? Well, that was really just a one-time... Thing it was mostly false documents for for purchases of goods and to make the sale seem legitimate. Indeed, yeah to, yeah, to aid in the smuggling process for other families and other organizations. They would craft fake bill of sales and things to to aid in the legitimacy. You said a one-time deal with a purchase of land. What family purchased this land? Uh, the Brant family. Brant? Mm-hmm. Bought land. But that sale did not ever go through since they were caught during One, two, the forgery. <laughs> to buy. <laughs> And do you know much of this Brandt family? Not really. I never interacted with them, personally. Nothing of where they're from? I'm sorry, no. Understood. It's a long time ago, Val. Yeah, old brain's not as good as it once was. Uh, wine certainly helps. <coughs> Knocks back another glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to extend my glass for more. Oh, here you go. Pours you some more. I'm gonna gesture, keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he works more for everybody. I'll knock it back. Yeah. I'll also drink more wine. Okay. <laughs> How does Dandelion hold one? Yeah. I've had wine before, I'm sure. Growing up, like being where I. I just mean. I don't know how. Your size and yeah. the number of cups. You're, you're, you're feeling it for yeah. sure. She's just sweating. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> the cat. So, uh, you two are in the carnival then? I'll nod. How is that, uh, traveling around and performing for people? And... Is it nice? It's nice. I'll, I'll shrug and nod and look at Twig. Moving, seeing new places, new people. Seems nice. I assume you don't stay in one area for long. Do you know how long you'll be here? I don't know. It's typically like only a couple days. Yeah, it's only a couple days. Okay, yeah, so I'm All right, well, 
I'll have to come see the show at some point before y'all head out. Could come tonight. Sure. Y'all going to the show? Yes, I've already instructed Joseph to bring some casks of ale to entertain everyone and assist with the enjoyment of the evening. I'll definitely be there then. Yes. Sure we'll have a wonderful time hanging out. Sounds nice. You're a very good man, Val. I try my best. Yes. Seems you've uh, done the right thing and left the life of crime behind and operate a much more well-natured business. Yeah, that that night told me that I should do something else, get out of the business and keep what I cared about close and not worry about the rest of it. How did Adeline take the passing of her brother? About as well as you'd expect. Hit her hard. Understood. Death in the family is a very difficult thing to handle. It's tough. But you were there for her? Tried to be as much as I could. It's why I brought her here. Yes, you did the right thing. Leaving the life of crime behind and caring for your wife instead. It's worth doing for the people we love. It's all that matters. Thank you for all of your help, sir. Happy to be of help. Thank you for uh, destroying the record of my past. If you do journey there, be careful. We think we got them all, but we're not sure. They were not nice. They were big. <clears throat> we I don't did plan dance. to go down there again. Like this. It's probably for the best that you don't go down there. I'm happy here. I've <laughs> very frightening. Got no need to. Uh... I would rather buy a bottle for you, sir, than have you need to go out into the bunk. Appreciate that. I've no need to relive my former glory. This has been more than enough, and along with uh, talking with y'all, I really appreciate your time. You never had a run-in with my father, did you? I don't think so. I don't know who your father is. Probably best that way. Fair enough. I'll see you tonight, Val. Sounds great. I'll see y'all at the carnival. Mm -hmm. I'll stretch my hand. Mm -hmm. He extends his hand and grips it with both hands and shakes it, you know, fairly aggressively. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you for sharing. Appreciate it very much. And just kind of like swirls the bottle and watches it just... The handshake of a fisherman. (laughs) Quite limp. (laughs) Wriggle. Wriggle aggressively. <laughs> flop. Wriggle the other way. <laughs> you know how fish flop in boats? Yes, quite like that. He'll have a good time with that one. <laughs> he, he watched you do it and, and replicates it. She's new in town. Understood. I'm trying to teach her the appropriate ways to greet different individuals. Of course. There's Uh, so many ways. Yes, as you have left the previous life, I do not need to teach her the handshake of a smuggler. Perhaps you could teach her the handshake of a smuggler. I would appreciate that. 
Sure. Uh, well, you start with both hands behind your back, and then you whip it around to the side, and you jiggle it back and forth, and then you clap them together, and then you shake hands. Got it. You should try. He's not a smuggler. That would be inappropriate. You're right. She's passed the test. Now. That's true. She's very good at these. Don't don't do that to anybody that's not a smuggler. It's the handshake of a former smuggler. Yes. <clears throat> uh, yes. It's the. Is there one for that? Uh, I think that's the fisherman's it's, handshake. It's the same thing with the other hand. The left. Yes. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same. It's just it's mirror. Like a graduation. Know. Exactly. When you you've gone from from smuggler to former smuggler, you just have to, you know, you've changed your ways and and mirrored yourself into a better person. So naturally, that would make sense. So she could try that one with you. Of course. Ab- yeah. Sure. We have indeed brought back wine. We have yes. indeed smuggled something. I suppose you could say. Go ahead, Dan. Okay. So this. Hand, <laughs> you hand. do that one, and I'll. Oh. Okay. <laughs> And he does it, and then like tips his hand over so that way you can grab it with your other hand. And... <laughs> You're doing very well, Dandelion. This feels very silly. Indeed. Human customs are strange. They are, but I'm glad that you are at least getting used to them. And this way, they'll be a way to keep you safe in case we find individuals that you need to know these handshakes for. You'll be able to integrate yourself properly. And... I can go undercover. You could go under stuff. Undercover. <laughs> yes. The next time we find smugglers, we'll send you in. You'll know their handshakes. How did she know? My God! One of us. One of us. Let her in. Yeah. Start blasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shake his hand, and I'll uh, head out. Cool. Mm-hmm. You guys all stand and walk outside back into the day, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll say that it's you know getting towards the late evening mm-hmm. uh, to the point where you guys would want to go begin preparing for the uh, for the carnival. Mm-hmm. Where are the rest of you heading for the meantime? I guess back to the inn to help Joseph. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would uh, I would have asked Val before we left. Um, do you know where the uh, the granary is? Uh, yes, directly across by the other lake. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's number nine. 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 Mm-hmm. And is that where I can find the tolls? Yes, indeed. That's where you'll find them. Thank you. Of course, you all have a wonderful day. You too. He follows you back outside as Snuffles runs behind him, and he walks back to the dock and picks up his rod and casts mm-hmm. it back in the water. And you guys begin walking back towards Lake Mount proper, and that's where we will pick it up next week. Very good. Friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday at 5 o'clock Eastern Time for the Veiled Forests of Orvigo. Uh, thank you very much for the subs, resubs, gifted subs, and bits as well. Uh, if you're new here, make sure you follow us. So you can find us again. We stream D&D three times a week. Um, I really appreciate all of the uh, love and support. You guys are amazing. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye.